Hi, everybody. It's episode 415 of PodQuest. Hey. What? It's Tuesday, July 26th, 2020. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. You almost messed that up. I did, because I did not change. I changed the day of the week, but not the uh, the number. Wow. Wow. Hey, wow. At least I realized it wasn't the 20th and like <laughs> looked down at the clock. It would have been great if you said it's 20th, because here's the thing. I don't think any of us would have paid attention. Probably not. Uh, yeah, no, you're probably right. But I knew it was the wrong day, and I caught it. But it's the right day. It was just the wrong date. I. But no, the Tuesday wasn't the 20th. But but it was Tuesday was the day. The date was the 20th. It was the right day, the wrong date. Yeah, but it, was, it would have still been wrong, because Wednesday was the 20th. I, I mean, yes, it would have still been wrong, but it, <laughs> today is Tuesday. So you are right that it's Tuesday. Okay, I, I will give you that. I was the right. The day is wrong. right. The day is right. The date is wrong. Oh, it is, it is a Tuesday, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. such a fucking Tuesday, man. Let me tell you. I got it mad just, at somebody at work. It feels like a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. It, it does. I, I'm so tired of Tuesday. I'm actually still drinking my morning coffee. Damn. I mean, it's it's a little chilly, but it actually tastes good. It's got, um like, some fruity hints to it, and so it just... Like, it's, like, the very end of it. And I'm I'm just like kind of sipping it a little bit here or there because it, it tastes good. If I've, it's weird. I prefer iced coffee over hot coffee, mm-hmm. but I cannot drink like room temperature coffee. No, it's. I mean, it has reached the point, and it's on a also at the very bottom, which I guess I grind my uh uh beans too too much, even though I tell it to be very um uh uh coarse. But I guess I grind it too much to where I still get some some coffee in my coffee itself, so it's starting to get a little chalky. So it's like it's to the point where I'm like, I'm not going to finish this. I'm not going to drink any more of it. But it's just like it gives me a little bit of a upper boost of caffeine. Yeah, I, it's just weird. Like once once hot coffee has become cold, I just I I want nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. But like if it was like hot coffee that was immediately poured on ice and then had things added to it, that's that's a nice coffee. I'm fine with that. What if it was coffee that was brewed cold? I mean, that's fine, too. Cold brew. Yeah. I love cold brew. Yeah. that's My go-to is, like, cold brew or just iced coffee in general. Like, I very rarely will get a hot coffee. I Like, hot coffee's not, like, refreshing. And generally, like, I'm not drinking coffee just for the caffeine. I'm drinking it also to have a beverage. Mm-hmm. Same reason, like, I don't often drink hot tea when I want, like, a drink. I hot drink hot tea because like it's cold out and i want something warm mm. but like it's the opposite with coffee like i never drink coffee because it's cold out and i want something warm yeah i mean i'll i'll do coffee because i need the caffeine uh and normally when it's warm i go iced coffee but in the morning it's kind of just always hot coffee man i started um they, you know how like they sell like those like cold brew like like the la colomb and stuff like that uh-huh yeah so like i started buying like like the the half gallon jugs or whatever of that um and i fill i have like one of those insulated travel mugs i fill that up with it and i put like some honey and almond milk in there and it's cold the whole day mm-hmm. like i did it at six thirty this morning and i finished it at three o'clock this afternoon and it was still just as cold as it was first thing this morning yeah yes. those insulated things are real good about that yeah, like it's it it is slightly unsettling. This one in particular, very good because during the winter I was putting like hot tea in it, and like it was the same deal. Like the the tea was being made at six thirty in the morning, 
and it was still like almost too hot to drink at lunchtime. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's I a had good one. when I went to the beer and wine fest at uh, in Philly, they had this one uh, company there. I believe it's called Transfusion, it, or at least that's the. Um, no, it is. It's powered by Lacombe Coffee. Co- coffee. Um, but it's called Transfusion is the brand, I think. And they make cans of iced Irish coffee. Okay. And it was so good. I had like three or four. Like, you, you get a little cup and you, you just drink from the cup. I had like three or four of them and it kept me awake and it kept me going the rest of the night. Uh, but nice. yeah, I've been, I've been trying to find them. I think somewhere local has them, but I can't actually find the website anymore for the, for, for like the official website for the seller. Uh, but yeah, it was so good. And actually, Rich, you might, um, I don't know if you've seen it. There's a Harry Potter themed bar in Philly now. I've, I've seen it. Um, sure. (laughs) Like it actually, it, like I took Erica there for her birthday. It's actually kind of neat. Like they, they do all like the fancy drinks. I think, I think the roommates went there, um, and they had a blast and I'd probably go at some point, but like, I don't have to go and I don't really, I, I, I'm, I don't really care to go for, go to bars that much anymore. Like, I- I'm I'm assuming this is just a hangout bar, though, and it's not like a big, ooh, let's go party bar, which is more my speed, like the hangout bar, but at yeah, the same no, it, time. It, it absolutely is. Like, it's, yeah. th- so, like, part of it is meant for, like, the, like, um ticketed, like, event thing they do, mm-hmm. where, like, you actually, like, mix your own cocktails with, like, dry ice and weird shit to make, like, chemical reactions. Yeah. Um. And then the other half is literally, like, a bar and, like, some, like, comfy chairs and stuff like that that you can just kind of, like, hang out in and order, like, their, like, weird, um, uh, what's that word for, like, when people, like, use weird chemistry with food? Um, Gastronomy? Yes. Yeah, Um, chemical gastronomy or something like that, yeah. Yeah, like, they do, like, that sort of stuff. So, like, like, we saw one, one drink come out where it was, it was some, I don't know what the actual drink was with. But it was made with like smoke, like like um like the type of smoke you'd use for like smoking um meats. Mm-hmm. So like it smelled like a campfire, and it came with like a glass dome over it, so that like it kept the smoke in until you were ready to drink it. Yeah, and then yeah, like the, they use a lot of like stuff that like color changes things when you pour it and stuff like that. It was neat. But, yeah, I mean that sounds cool, it sounds fun, but it's like uh, when when you talk about it. It makes me think of the Bachelor Party episode of Parks, where, um... Where everyone got sick off of Panzerati's? Or was that, no, no, that was a different no. episode. That was, that was, that was, that wasn't the Bachelor Party episode. That was a different episode. And it's, they were uh, I'm sorry. They were, um, they were having a Bachelor Party for Ben, and all he wanted was a game night. But they were like, you gotta want something else. And then they all got to talking about how none of them actually got to have their own Bachelor Party. Oh, and so, that's right. And they so all for, went in, like... Right. Yeah. So for like Aziz's bachelor party, they went to this place that like Ron ordered a um uh like a vodka or something like that, and they came and started rubbing it on his hands and shit like that. It was yeah. I re- yeah I remember that episode. That was a good episode. Yeah, it was. But honestly, at past season one, most episodes of that show were good. Yeah, probably <sighs> I would say better than The Office, but I still love The Office. Yeah. No. Like like. While The Office has a lot of very funny moments, I feel like one for one, Parks and Rec has more. I'm, that, this isn't gonna. I don't think this is grammatically correct, but they have more better episodes. That's 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 correct. Um, yeah, like The Office was fine, and I understand why people love it, and like it really does have a lot of funny bits. But 
I don't know, something about Parks and Rec and just how stupid some of their stuff could be without being mean-spirited the way a lot of the stuff in The Office was. Yeah. Um, which, I, I don't think we talked about it on here. Did you see the Lego set for The Office? No. Uh, I didn't realize... I feel like maybe I did know that they were doing it, but I just... I like I like Legos, but I'm not into it like my brother is, so I don't really follow it that much. So this one was... A, it's a little too big. Like, it's one of those ones where... You need, like, a large house where you can put that if you're going to build it because it's, like, it, it's the office. It's the whole office in, except for the annex but including um the conference room in Michael's office. Mm-hmm. And it's got, I want to say, all the characters up to season four. <coughs> um, So it doesn't have, like, Erin or – actually, I think she was the only one that, like, was, like, on it the rest of the time after being introduced. But uh, it's got a bunch of, like, just little, like, Easter eggs. Like, it's got a bol- – it's got the, the big iron pot of chili. Yeah. Um, and it's got little Lego pieces to put inside of it that are brown like chili. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, a lot of, like, funny little Easter eggs in there. It, it was good. It's pretty... I'll have to look it up. Yeah. But, uh, that's it, Rich. What What is on the agenda? Today? So, on the agenda today, tonight, whenever you're listening to this, uh, we're gonna quick have a quick conversation about, uh, KOTOR, the remake. Uh, then, uh, Cobb, you played some MetaQuest 2. I played some other video games. Then Cobb played another video game. And then San Diego Comic Con was this weekend. Yeah, and you know the the MetaQuest Two is the uh, the VR headset. Oh, you, I I didn't. I thought that was an actual fucking game. <laughs> no, it's um the Oculus Quest was rebranded as the MetaQuest. Okay, yeah, I I thought there was a game called MetaQuest. Nope. And honestly, that would I wouldn't be surprised if I'm not saying there is, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was a game called MetaQuest and it was all meta humor and meta commentaries and shit. Yeah, honestly, it wouldn't be that surprising. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if either of you saw the news. Like, I saw it go up, like, right before we started recording. Uh, apparently that Knights of the Old Republic remake was indefinitely delayed. Yeah. They apparently fired two producers or something like that. Two directors. It, or directors, that's what it was. Yeah, and then Aspire abruptly fired two directors this month and told staff that the project is on pause as it tries to figure out what comes next. Why did they... Hmm. I wonder why... Uh, games art director and design director were fired. Yeah, it's uh, they they apparently refused to have any um comment or anything, but it sounds like it was unexpected. And mm-hmm. yeah, that that's a bummer because I was actually really looking forward to that because I like I wanted to play Knights of the Old Republic, but I don't want to play the originals because they don't play well on any modern platform. Like I'm pretty sure every port of that game is the Steam port that is potentially broken. They play perfectly fine on phones. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Honestly, you'll prob it'll probably look better on your phone than it would on your monitor. I mean, you are probably right, but um I just I don't want to do that at all. Um and I know like they just well they just ported it to Switch too, but I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it's the Steam port that and Drew, I think you actually had the you you found the same bug. There's like a known bug in that game where it just it hard crashes basically like it, it locks up entirely after combat yeah yeah that was the issue i ran into playing that and that's why i've never played more than 10 minutes of that game yeah and there's no way to get out of it easily like you kind of have to just quit the game and go back in and hope that you have a recent save yeah and hope well, that it doesn't happen again well the issue i had was i would save and quit get into the next combat it would happen again i'm like i'm not saving and quitting after every combat yeah, not in that game where, like, in that, like, corridor section, like, there's combat, like, every three feet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, like, uh, I know I saw, like, a post on, like, a forum from, like, 2013 that there was a way on the Steam version to, like, go in and, like, edit, like, a .ini file to resolve it sometimes. Probably. But, like, that's not, like, that's not okay. Come on now. No. Uh, I mean, if, if it's, if it's, if it's a free mod or whatever, if it's something that you don't have to be super technically savvy to do, and it's a game you really want to play, then you're going to do it. Like, it's not it, a mod. It's literally going in and editing system files for the game. Yeah. But if it's, again, if it's easy to do and it's something that you can find a walkthrough for and you really want to play the game, you're going to do it, is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, that that's true. And, like, I wanted to play it. I didn't want to play it on PC that bad. And not enough to, like, have to constantly mess with system files anytime there was any sort of, like, change to the game files. Because um, that's just, at that point, like, it would either be opening that file up every single time to see if the, the change was still there. Or potentially running into the game-breaking bug and having to, like, lose progress and redo it. But, yeah, so I was looking forward to this one because I'm like, oh, cool, like, it'll be a new take on there, like, you know, see what they do with it. I ima- I have to imagine, while it's while they're saying indefinitely delayed, uh, it's a Disney property. Like, I can't see Disney just being like, okay, yeah, no, good. Like, we're just going to throw this on the back burner. Like, Dis- Disney let it get announced. They're going to get that game out if it's in any sort of playable fashion. So, I, I googled real quick if the Switch Nets of the Republic... I wrote, does Switch Nets of the Republic crash? And, um, apparently Aspire fixed something from KOTOR 2, uh, this year, so... Oh, did Aspire do the ports for those games, too? According mm-hmm. to the website, yeah. According to this first article, yes. Um, can I play KOTOR without crashing? That's just on PC. So, like, maybe the Switch port doesn't have the issues? It's possible. For KOTOR 1? I, I mean, it, they, they, they fixed KOTOR 1. So, or they fixed KOTOR 2, so I don't know if they fixed KOTOR 1. Yeah, I actually, I did not realize that they were the ones doing all of those ports. They did oh, Public yeah. Commando, both KOTORs, and Force Unleashed. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, uh, the, who's the developer? Um, Bioware, they, 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 they wrote, they, they wiped their hands of this. Years ago, oh yeah, no, so. no. I know Bioware had nothing to do with those ports, but like Aspire's doing all of them. They did the port for Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Outcast, Episode One Racer, Jedi Academy. Like Jesus, they were like all the way in with Star Wars for a while there. They they go back far enough that they did. They actually did the PC ports. It looks like for Knights of the Old Republic Two, The Force Unleashed Two. Oh, I'm sorry, that was the Mac OS port for Knights of the or Knights of the Old Republic Two. And the iOS port for Knights of the Old Republic. Huh. I mean, uh, good for them. Apparently there is a game-breaking bug in the Switch version of KOTOR 2 that was just found a month ago and still needs a patch. KOTOR 2 T-O-O yeah. or Number 2. Okay. Which, I mean, that was, they, 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 I guess they keep finding them because, like, they just fixed one at the beginning of the month, so. I mean, that's, unfortunately... Old games are yeah. just riddled with bugs. I remember seeing, I want to say it was an EA person posted about it, like or an ex EA dev who basically said um, bugs in games had like were like categorized by like A B C D or something like that, mm-hmm. and it was like D bugs were like game breaking had to be resolved, and like B and below were like minor annoyances or like unlikely to happen, so they could be ignored. Um, but in a lot of their, like, annualized franchise, like, like your sports games, 
they just copy the base code from game to game. There's no, like, fundamental change to it. So these games just have bugs kind of, like, inherently in them that then just move from generation to generation and get worse and worse. And as long as they never go above a B-level bug, they just never fix them. And it gets to the point where nobody could fix them because they don't even know where it starts. Yeah. And, like, that's crazy. I get it, though, because, like, when you're working on those analyzed, annualized franchises, you have 12 months to get that game done. If that. Because it's not... As far as I know, and Drew, like, you might know more just because I know you play some of these games. I don't think EA has, like, multiple Madden teams or stuff like that. Um, no, not really. There, like, EA Sports has Tiburon and Canada, and basically Tiburon is the Madden team. They're down in Florida, and then Canada does most of the other <laughs> sports games. Like, they definitely did NHL, and I think they do FIFA. And then doesn't... I thought somebody else did FIFA. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. But even then, like, I'm st- sure those studios are large and they have, like, a, you know, 75% of the team moves on to the next year's game when the previous year's game is in, like, the polish phase. Mm-hmm. But that's still, like, a, you know, you're constantly working on Madden and you have a finite amount of time to get that game fucking ready for the next one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, hopeful- hopefully they figure out the KOTOR 2 nonsense and get that shit back on track. Hopefully it's, like, honestly, like, hopefully, like, those two guys weren't pieces of shit, which, in this sort of situation, it, it could, that could be the, the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, hopefully it was just, like, a, like, they were having creative differences with, like, the people in charge at the studio, and maybe the game wasn't looking the way that the studio wanted to look because of the way Disney wanted to look, and they just decided to, like, get rid of them and bring in new people or something. Mm-hmm. It sucks either way, but. Yeah, it's, it's. It, this was a game that I wanted, um, uh, just because I, I love the original, but, I mean, I also don't need it. I, like, I could just, like I said, I could go back and play the original if I really wanted to. Um, so yeah, it, it sucks. Hopefully they do get it fixed, hopefully they do get somebody to get, get, uh, get the work done, but, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, we will see. Oh, what's next? MetaQuest, oh. the game yeah. that you played. <laughs> This guy, not knowing technology. Uh, Why yeah, the so, fuck would I know more about Facebook, huh? That's that's valid. Uh, yeah, I bought I bought Erica a Quest 2 for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, we have friends that had one, and she tried it, and she really liked it. Just in time, they announced the price is going up $100. Did they really? Yeah. What for? It, supply chain costs. Nice. Essentially. I, I, hate, I hate Facebook. Yeah, I miss that. Um, it, it just happened today. It is actually very cool hardware. I will say that. Um, way more convenient, like way more convenient than the PSVR. Like the fact that it it is wireless and it's uh, its own thing. Um, the games actually look really good in there. You can stream Steam VR stuff to it because um, it, it's got like a desktop streaming mode. Um, mm-hmm. The f- the friends we have that have one uh, when we were at their house, uh, they pulled up um, Half Life Alex and nice. like streamed it to their the Quest and like. It actually still played and looked really good, even, like, basically wirelessly streaming to, like, that hardware. Um, But Erica bought um, Beat Saber and a couple other other games that are kind of in line with, like, the stuff she plays. But I tried a little Beat Saber, and Beat Saber is actually as cool as it looks. Yeah, yeah. I've I've always wanted to play Beat Saber. I've always wanted to get it. 
I, I, I'm, I'll never have, at least I'll never at this point have the money for a VR system. No, no, it's um, not going up. Jesus. No. Uh, but like, I, I would have the space to be able to play it, but I wouldn't have like the money for it. And it's just, that game looks so fun. Looks so great. I know I'd be terrible at it, but I want to do it anyway. Yeah. I mean, it, next time you're, you're over, you're welcome to give it a shot. Man, you're going to record me and embarrass me. It's fine. I already, Shook my butt like Shakira on on Steam stream, so yeah. So you know, won't be anything different. No, um, not at all. But it it is cool. The downside is at least like so the Quest version doesn't have like mods. And from what I've Eric actually was looking this up too. All of the Steam mods are just expert. So unless you're at an expert level, you can't really play those anyway. But mm-hmm. the the song selection in that game's not great. Like it's, well, it's it's because. Everyone gets their songs off mods and off the store. Like the the song selection in that game base was unlicensed songs and shit. No, no, no. I mean, like the even like the the packs of songs you can get are not great. Because like, are, are you a, getting are you getting legit songs from the company? Or are you getting mods? No, that's what I was just saying. the The quest does not do mods. Steam does mods. They are not official, and they're. Oh, you can only play them expert. They do not have difficulties on the okay. mods because it's like one person went in there and made a song, like a, a track to a song they like as hard as it can possibly be. Um, mm-hmm. Erica and I, not good at this game yet, um, cannot play on anything more than like easy, maybe normal on some songs. Um, and even then, like the normal ones get kind of hard. Yeah. Um, but like, the, so there's a Green Day album pack. Um, arguably only three of the songs are even remotely good. And they're all relatively new. The oldest song on there is Minority. Okay. Yeah, that's... Uh, wow. And then, like, it's got that um, Father of All, which is a bad song. Like, I love Green Day. That's a shitty song off of one, their worst album. I don't even think I remember that song. Um, It was the most recent album that actually nobody liked. And I don't... Drew, you might remember for sure. I don't think they played a single song off of that at Hell Omega last year. Uh, I don't think so. Um, Yeah, like, it that... Wasn't, it wasn't... It was was there an album after Revolution Radio? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So Revolution Radio was what like five years ago? Uh twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. Yeah. So yeah, like five or six. Okay. Um, but yeah, like Revolution Radio, amazing album. Um, yeah. The one after that, like um, Mother of All, Father, let's say, I forget exactly what it was called. Um, actually, like a bad record. Like, hmm. like I listened to the whole thing. Like there was like one one or two songs that were fine. But, like, for the most part, like, it, it was a bad album. And, like, there's that is the newest song on there. Otherwise, it's, like, American Idiot, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Minority, Father of All, and there's one other one which I'm drawing a blank on the name of. Yeah. And it's, like, the American Idiot song, like, the, from American Idiot are, are good. Minority is fine. But, like, that's not a great selection. Like, even imagine, like, there's, like, an Imagine Dragons pack. Um, Out of the artists that... I knew and could like recognize songs for, which to be fair, I don't know a whole lot about pop music. <laughs> so, or like R&B or hip hop or dance or any of that stuff. Um, the artists that seemed to have the most songs that I knew um, that were like radio hits was Lady Gaga. Like I looked at, at her track listings and she had like six songs that like, I'm like, I recognize that song. They used to play that on the radio a lot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the only real downside to it is like the the available songs just aren't great. But it's still fun to play play even even the like unlicensed stuff is still fun to play. Yeah, like that's that's 
until you get good enough to play like some of the other shit, you're probably just gonna be better off doing the um doing the unlicensed stuff. Oh, they got Sandstorm. Yeah, like, that, come on now. There, there are a handful of like, like one-off, like, like techno-y tracks, like Sandstorm. Um, Dead Mount Five, Ghosts and stuff. That's a good one. I have no, I, I don't know any of of their songs. Well, Go- Ghosts and stuff is a good one. Uh, like, I don't listen to that. I don't listen to Wubbubs. So, like, I don't uh, know any of it. <laughs> alone. I feel like I know Alone from Marshmallow. I think that's good. Citrus How much from Fallout Boy? Dance, dance from Fallout Boy. But that's it. There's one fucking good Fallout Boy song. All the rest are from like their later albums that sucked. Centuries is a good song. Anything eh. after from Under the Cork Tree is not good. Let's see. I agree. The scene is seen. It's, it's an arms race. Thanks for the memories. Those Immortals, songs are like, fine. Those songs like, are worse the, than the worst song on From Under the Cork Tree. Dude, the scene is seen is fantastic. Come on now. It's worse than the worst song on From Under the Cork Tree. Yeah, like. Like, From Under I, the Cork Tree is a banger. Every single fucking song on that album is so good. Yeah, like like that that is peak pop punk. Um, like well, like mid two thousands pop punk at least. Like, and like they just went they went in a di- different direction after that album. And like I can't blame them. Like it's not like like it's not so much that they're bad songs. I just don't like most of them. Like, yeah, Billie like Eilish bad guy. Come on now. I don't I, dislike those later Fallout Boy songs. They're just not as good. <laughs> and. So I don't know that I've ever heard a Billie Eilish song to know what any of them sound like. You've, you've probably, you've probably heard, heard Bad Guy. Yeah. Well, likely. in fact, uh, did you get to Hello Megator in time for the Interrupters? Yes, but not their yeah, whole they set. Co- they, they cover that. Then you heard Bad Guy, because I'm pretty sure that was their last song. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they cover that. Yeah, like, that was like, I saw, um, that, like, the only time I've ever actually, like, actively heard her sing was um I saw the video of her doing Misery Business with Haley Williams at Coachella. Party Rock Anthem? Come on now. What is BTS. that? BTS! They got all the BTS! Come on now. Well, I don't know what Party Rock Anthem is. Yes, you do. If you, you know. heard it, you would know it. You, from LMFAO? Can you sing it for a sec? It goes... I can't right now. No, <laughs> I, I actually can't remember, like... the All I remember is him going, Party Rock! But that's it. Like, I can't actually remember... It, it was the commercial with the dancing hamsters. I'm I'm drawing a blank. You know, you know, you know, party rock. I probably oh, rolling like, by Limp Biscuit is on there. There you oh, go. Boy. There you go. Let's see. Uh, what I've done from Lincoln Park, somewhere I belong from Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park one actually had a handful from Lincoln Park. Lincoln Parks was one of the other ones that actually has like a a handful of actually pretty good picks. Yeah, uh, honestly, I'm really liking their picks from Lincoln Park. There's maybe yeah. one or two songs that like. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not really big into Paper Cup, but, like, for the most part, I think all of the Linkin Park songs were great picks. Yeah, like, I, most of those were actually pretty good. Um, I don't, I don't, again, I don't know that I've ever heard a BTS song. Like, I know they're Korean, so I wouldn't understand the words. I just don't know what any of them sound like. But, they like, got Panic at the Disco, the greatest show. Come on now. I don't know that song. They, they have, like, none of the good Panic at the Disco songs. That's, so I think that is new, because I did not see that on there the other day, but it was on there today. And I looked at it, and I'm like, I don't know any of these songs. It was, and it's not it that was, I know a ton of Panic at the Disco. but I mean, I, lo- I really like High Hopes, so I'll take back that they have none of the good Panic at the Disco songs. But, like, I mean, there's no Night in the Afternoon. There's no fucking whatever the fucking name of their first song that got big. I, I write sins, not tragedies. So, yes, there we go. Um, yeah, 
That's that song. It, that song only has about six words in it, but it is so fucking catchy. There's no Vegas Nights. Um, how much are the song packs? About so two, they range. It, uh, it depends each how song many is songs. Two dollars. Um, the the song packs themselves range from like ten dollars to like fifteen. It seems though. Um, it depends like how many songs are in there, and it seems can, like they go on sale. Okay, can you buy the songs individually? Yep. Yeah. Okay. They're each like two bucks. And like it's the full song. Um, the only downside is they are like the radio edits. So yeah. if there's like cursing in it, it just beeps it out, which yeah. like isn't isn't a huge deal. But like it's it is one of those things. It's like man, I'm paying two dollars for this. There shouldn't be ample cursing. Eh, rock band was always that way, so I'm That's I can't true. hate on it too much. That's true, but you're singing along to rock band, so you're putting those curses in there yourself. Fair. It's like you're the Dan band singing at a wedding. You're just adding fucking F-bombs to everything. The Dan band? But anyway. Do you not know who the Dan band is, Rich? No. Have you ever seen Old School? Yes. Um, They're the the wedding band in Old School that sing... um. Turn uh, it's not called Turn Around, but I can't think of the name of the song. You know, Turn Around. Yeah. But he he like drops a bunch of f bombs in it. It's great. Okay. Um, they 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 actually do a bunch of. They were in a bunch of Vince Vaughn mo- like adjacent comedies. Um, and like they would always. They're actually they're in the first Hangover. I saw it when when that was on like a week ago. Um, and they always sing like these like seventies eighties like pop ballads, but like with like this like kind of edgy twist to them. They're mm-hmm. It's very stupid, but, like, very catchy. And, like, it's one of those, like, the curses are in just the right spots. Because it's, not, it's okay. not every time. It's just sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the, the the quest, too, is actually really cool. Um, I get motion sick after a few minutes. So, like, I like I was trying to play today. I played for, like, 15 minutes and, like, was, like, legitimately sick afterwards. Like, I had to, like, sit down and close my eyes for, like, half an hour. Lame. I get motion sick trying to read in the car, too. So. I, 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 I get... If if it, if I'm in a car and I'm trying to read something for too long, I also get motion sick. But VR doesn't affect me. It's only some VR. It's anything. It's like movement. Like so, Thumper used to do it to me in PSVR, and like Beat Saber does it too. Like where things are like flying at you. Um, mm-hmm. Seated VR or some of the stuff where you're just kind of most of the PSVR stuff I was okay with because it was a lot of like seated or just standing in place, mm-hmm. and like you were doing like the teleporting to move around and stuff. But yeah. Uh, moving on from that, Rich, you finished, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, yeah. We talked about it a whole bunch, but, like, what did you think of the end? I, I hated the ending. Which ending? I, I'm, I'm not even going after fighting Volo. Fuck that. I'm not even getting the rest of the Pokedex. I'm not doing that. Uh, because the whole end sequence of the game was just garbage. <laughs> um, from the time, to- like, so it, it just, it was, it was weak. It was very weak. It made zero sense. And it just kind of... My biggest problem with it is similar to my problem with Sword and Shield at the very end of the main storyline uh, when when just, like, the villain comes out of nowhere. Like, the entire time, you're just going and exploring and dealing with these frenzies. And then it's like, oh, the commander is a fucking dick. And he's the villain now, basically. Just out of nowhere. It's like, oh... I, I trust you, I trust you, you're this random 15-year-old that fell from the sky, and I trust you with my life. Oh, all this started because of you, I think, so you now need to go figure it out, but until you figure it out, you're banished, because I don't trust you. Which, that also doesn't make sense. I don't trust you, so you're banished, but also, you have to go figure this out and stop it. Because if you don't trust somebody, 
you're going to make them go stop the thing you think they caused. That wasn't the end, though, and the, the commander wasn't the villain. No, that was the end. That was the start of the end. And then it gets into, you have to go to the, you, 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 you find, uh, uh, I don't, the lady in, in, in the tent, and then you have to go see the lake spirits, and then you have to go, um, find that, that ore, and then they put together the, the chain, and then you go and you capture whichever Pokemon you capture based on who you chose, whichever team you chose, and then you have to go, no, no, no. I got it all mixed up. Yeah, you get the chain first with the Lake Spirits. Then you go capture the Pokemon that you chose based on the team. And then you have to go find the ore. And then you go and you have a fight, a fucking frenzy sequence against whatever the opposite Pokemon was that you didn't choose. Which was the other stupid fucking thing about it. The final boss of the game before credits roll is a fucking frenzy combat sequence. So that's not the end of the game either. No, that is credits roll there. That is the end. Everything else is post game because everything else you have to catch all the Pokemon. You have to finish the Pokedex in order to go and fight Volo and find out that he was the true villain the whole time or whatever. And you fight the two versions of Giratana plus Volo's full team. Yeah. And that is actually like that is is the in my opinion, like I don't care if credits roll like games have credits roll before the end all the time. That is the end of the game, and that was a way better ending than these games usually have. Then, then don't then don't make the credits roll when they roll. Games do that all the time, though. You can't you can't consider credits the end of the game. If I I disagree. If the credits roll, that's the that's the that's the end of the game. Everything else is post game. Yes, there might be additional content, and there might be more story content. But if the if and this was again my problem with Sword and Shield, all the Sword Bert and Shield Bert shit that came in after the credits rolled. After you beat the game, there was still more story. Then you didn't beat the game. So why did you roll the credits? Because when I go see a Marvel movie, yes, there's those post-credit scene. But if I don't see those, I'm not missing anything. The credits roll, it's over. You're not. You're not missing anything. You're missing the setup for the next movie. uh, Okay, great. Great. But also, I I don't need it. Movies and games are not the same thing. I'm just saying, like... It's telling a story, and the end of the story is when the credits roll. And to, to be clear, I agree that Sword and Shield did it bad. This one did it good because it wasn't just a, oh yeah, here are two characters that were never mentioned before showing up. This is, oh, this guy who's just been showing up and being sort of like weirdly helpful is actually super shitty. Yeah, and like, I haven't, I, I didn't do any of that stuff because I really, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Like, Honestly, the I, the Giratina stuff, like like the fight against him and Giratina, is the best fight in the game. Because, but I, I'm hearing it's honestly the worst because it's not only not only is he the first Pokemon master or Pokemon trainer you have to fight who has six Pokemon, but you also don't get a chance to heal between fighting him and fighting both versions of Giratina, which means you're actually fighting eight Pokemon in one battle with your six, and if you fail, you cannot skip the dialogue. The dialogue always happens. So, yes, that part is dumb, but when has a Pokemon game... When was the last time a Pokemon game had a challenge? Uh, true, true. They, like, they, 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 they walk you through this, but 
in order for me to get this, I need to find all the shades. I need to find, I need to, I need to complete the Pokedex, which completing the Pokedex isn't just catching every Pokemon. It's catching every Pokemon and seeing them do all moves. It's all the little tabs no, that not. you gotta do. No, it's not. You need to complete the Pokedex to do this. No, you just have to catch all of them. They said complete the Pokedex to find out what's next. I did not do everything for every Pokemon. And I 100%ed, like, the, like, let's call it the story. So they're, they, they, then there's another flaw. They're misguiding you. I mean, you call it a flaw, like, I, and honestly, I, are you sure you have to get all the Pokemon to do that? Yes. All the Pokemon, I had to get all the Pokemon to unlock Arceus, not to unlock that bit. I, I, I wasn't, I, they don't push you anywhere except to catch all Pokemon. There was maybe dialogue that I could have gone into, or not maybe, there was dialogue that I could have gone to, like, after the credits rolled, but I just, like, I didn't care. Like, the thing I liked about the game was the battle system and, and the, the capturing Pokemon and exploration. But the last four hours of the game had none of that. And then the final boss, the boss before the credits rolled, so to me, the final boss, wasn't even a fucking combat. It was a fucking frenzy that you had to throw food at the enemy, which is the dumbest bullshit in the world. I hated those. I hated them so much. And it's like, you didn't even, like, at least in other frenzies, when you got them down to a certain point, you'd be able to throw your Pokemon out and battle them to try to help you and knock them out. You didn't even get this against Palkia or Diago, depending on who you chose. You just had to throw fucking food at them, which isn't a fun thing. It was not fun. I mean, yeah, like, like the frenzy things were not fun. I understand what they were, they were trying to, like, give you, like, a different mechanic. But, it, so it looks like... If you, if, when you turn the game back on, you end up in Jubilife City or Jubilife Village again. Mm-hmm. Volo yeah. offers to help you find the remaining plates. And then when you find the remaining plates, he takes them and you follow him to the Temple of Sinnoh again, where he tries to summon Giratina. Yeah. You don't have to complete the Pokedex for that. It's after that, um, you literally get a message from God on your cell phone <laughs> that you have that still works in, um, yeah turn of the century or whenever this is supposed to be telling you to like complete complete your quest or whatever and that's where you just have to catch one of every pokemon and then you can go play the azure flute at Sinnoh just like you would in um diamond and pearl and that's when you um you battle arceus and you get to if you beat him you get a piece of him that is a pokemon you can use piece of Arceus that's a Pokemon you so it's yeah so I think it was their way of like so rather than like this cat like this kid literally capturing the god of Pokemon Arceus is like here it's basically he's basically giving him Jesus he's like here's a piece of me take take him with you my child what, what, what is that Pokemon it's Arceus it's, it's, it, oh, that's stupid. Yeah, like, like it looks like Arceus it, it is Arceus as far as like the Pokedex is concerned mm-hmm. but um, it is, it is stated to be, like, a yeah. piece of him, like, like, yeah. like, a, a section of his soul or something weird like that. Yeah, so, like, my biggest problem with this game, and why I'm not pushed to catch all the Pokemon and finish it up, like, do whatever else is after the credits, is mostly because this game has no competitive capabilities. You can't battle people, you can't battle your friends, you can trade, and that's it. Like, I can't battle people, which is, that's kind of... More of the point of Pokemon is to catching the Pokemon, making a team, and battling your friends. And I don't get to do that. So, like, I... That is that, a valid criticism. Yeah. Um, once, like, once once I found that out, 
I did start to lose interest in the game, but I still had fun playing the game, but it was like, I, it just, it kept going, and then that whole end sequence, like, I, I was hoping to have had beaten it on Thursday, but, like, it just, it got so late, and I'm like, I'm just about, I know I'm really close to the end, and that whole end sequence took another three hours, and it was just like, it was, it was boring, it was slow, it was just, go here, and it did the same thing the whole game did, where you, you go to a place, you do the thing, and then you go back to where you were to talk to somebody, to then go to another place and do the thing, and then go back to where you were. You couldn't do it all at once and then talk to that person all at once. No, it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, which just is not, that that's not good design. No, and that is another completely valid criticism. Like, Pokemon games always make you do that, and it's it's a very dated like game design yeah but it's 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 much worse than this one because pokemon games have a better way of travel or better mode of travel whereas this one oh yeah the the hub thing in this game was actually incredibly frustrating yeah it's it's you load back to a hub it's not like you go back to the town you were just in it's you load back to a hub and then you have to load back out and then it's also if you're trying to just explore and catch pokemon which is the other reason i have zero interest in catching all the pokemon you have to go to the region, catch the Pokemon, go back to the hub, to the go, then go back out to the region. And it's like, if I miss out on a Pokemon, or if like a Pokemon escapes or whatever, then I have to leave out and then come back instead of going to a different region to check that until I can get back to where that Pokemon was or something. It's just, it, like, the, the, the whole design of the overworld is just poor. Like, when we first played this game, we were talking talking high about it and it's like we had to nitpick to find problems but once you get further and further in you realize that the nitpicks that we were having problems with like the flashing back and forth are more of a bigger issue than 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 we made it seem and that like the gameplay as a whole was fun but the new th- some of the new gimmicks that they introduced were just bad and yeah like and the, the travel didn't bother me that much it was annoying and it it, it was it was dumb to do it like that when mm-hmm. In other generations, you could just fly from place to place. Yeah. Um, but like, it didn't hamper my experience, but I also played it consecutively from start to finish where like you took a several month break from the game. And yeah. I feel like that was enough time for you to cool down on it drastically, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. I mean, probably I like I, if I stuck with it and, and be, it played it at least once a week or even multiple times a week when it first came out, maybe I would have enjoyed it a little bit more, but. I, I mean, who's to say at this point? It's been months, and there's I can't go back in time and play it for the first time again. Yeah, like you, um, it, it came out in January, and you finished it at the middle of July. Yeah, uh, and and it's that's that like there was so much that came out back to back to back that were all open, and maybe I should have held off on getting some rather than others. But that I mean, and that might have been a poor choice, but it was the choice I made based on how I play games most pretty much nowadays. Um, but it's just like, oh, overall, like, again, the gameplay, the, the, the combat features, the, the open, the open area, not the open world, the open area and the Pokemon walking around. And honestly, the fact that you don't have to battle to catch them, that you can just catch them and like the strategy of doing that stuff. That's all fun. I enjoyed that. The battle system also was good with the exception of the fact that if you did any trainer battles, they always got at least one attack first and there's always at least two to three Pokemon on the field when you first start some of these trainer battles. 
to where they actually get like three attacks before you get one, and that's a big fucking pain in the ass, because all the time my first Pokemon dies immediately. And then, if you knock out the, the trainer's Pokemon, and they throw out a new one, that next new one also gets first attack. I don't think I ever got knocked out until the, I, the fight against Volo. I not not knocked out as in your character getting knocked out. Knocked out as in like your first per- Pokemon gets taken down. Uh, yeah, like I never had that happen. I every time I fought a trainer, my first Pokemon got taken out right away. First don't hit. You, uh, don't you also like swap your team in and out and like make like weird combinations as you play? I I was I was swapping teams in and out and things like that, but I wasn't my my top Pokemon wasn't going wasn't my fir- my my weakest. My okay. top Pokemon would be like one of the others, but like even even then, like it's it wouldn't be like my my Decidueye, which was level sixty two and way fucking overpowered for that point of the game. It would be like something that within the fifties or whatever, within the forties, whatever was at that point of the game, and to one one round, one round kills them. And yeah, it's I like, never this is, I never had that issue. It, but- this is also kind of a running problem with Pokemon. I've I've noticed that. Like, your stats really don't matter. They made speed matter, but defense doesn't really matter. Because you can't increase your defense high enough to take more than, like, two to three hits. I've never defense had a Pokemon. Defense only matters in competitive play. But even then, it doesn't. Because, like, it's weird. Like, you can only increase your defense so much. Or using, like, a defense up... Here's my problem. Using a defense up ability, you need to use it multiple times and stack it in order to get it to work. Which is why competitive play nowadays is doubles. Because that adds the strategy to it. To do competitive play in Pokemon, you, you they do doubles because it's you got the one who's tanking or that you can heal using their turn while the other one's using the defensive uh, abilities to, to protect themselves. Like, the fact that if I use... Um, uh, 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 iron bark or whatever, just a, a defensive, like, give me defense skill. And it just lowers the damage I take by, like, two points. And so, alright, maybe I get three rounds, but I just wasted a round using the defense instead of attacking mm-hmm. the enemy. Yeah, it, dur- during, like, actual, like, during the gameplay, like, you don't go into those fights strategically, ever. Because, like, you're right, like, none of that stuff matters. That stuff only matters when you're playing. When you're either speed running it and like the weird like defense and attack things are how you um you sort of um game the system because there's a thing in a bunch of Pokemon games where if you're below like 75% health like basically in the red area um your like crit rate goes up or something like that so like you will actually attack harder and thus you can one hit opponents more regularly as long as you don't get hit first but like and then competitive play like when you're playing against other humans because other humans are more likely to, like, strategically use, like, those items or um, effect-based moves versus just hitting you with a tackle. You gotta stop going to Pokemon thinking strategically, man. Like, the the only battles, yeah. uh, other than the Volo fight, the only fights that got me were there were the, um, you know those three sisters that were, like, bandits or whatever? They're basically the Team Rocket of the game. Yeah. Um, like, post, um, post the Volo fight. Um, they will randomly pop up and, and challenge you a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And that was the point in the game when I was just trying to complete the Pokedex. So I had a bunch of pe- things in my party that were just straight garbage because I was just trying to get them to evolve. Um, and a lot of it was like very low level because I needed to like either get them to a level to evolve or get like their friendship up. So like they were the first in my party. 
And, uh, yeah, I would get, like, ambushed by one of them, and I'd throw out, like, a level 16 Eevee, and they would just fucking roll right over the entire team. Mm-hmm. And, like, the first time it happened, I didn't know that was, like, a thing in the post-game. So I think I had I had my starter that was a high level. Everything else was under level 20, and they were level 60. Yeah. Just like, cool, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's, like, there was one point, when I was going up to the, uh, the, the Shino Shrine or whatever it was, Temple of Shino, um, when you fight the fucking, uh, the chef, the ninja dude, who's, who's oh, the he chef was great. the whole time. I was so mad at that fight because at one point he got three attacks in a fucking row and knocked out at least one, if not two Pokemon. Man, it sounds like you need to be, get better speed, man. I mean, I was, I was also, I, I, I honestly, I maybe did this poorly and, uh, didn't want to have to spend time grinding out my Pokemon to level them up and just went into it with like Pokemon between the level of 50 and 65. But like, that shouldn't be that big of a deal. Like, I mean, it depends, what the, the, it depends what the actual enemy levels were, and I don't remember they, at that point. They were, like, 55s. Okay. But, it, like, it it really, if you were anything beyond, like, three levels above them, they hit, like, fucking trucks. Or if they attack three times in a row, they're, they're, they're knocking you out. And it's, like, I like that, the fact that speed makes sense, and I like that as a strategy of it, but... Because you don't get to see, you don't know what they're going to come at you with, or you don't get to get that opportunity to strategize or to think about what Pokemon to throw out beforehand. It's just whatever's on top is what you throw out still. Like, it, 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 it takes away from the whole, like, it takes away some of it. And it's like, I don't know, it's it's just, also, when, a, when you knock a Pokemon out, they don't give you the option to switch out to a different Pokemon. And so, again, for me... I don't want to waste that turn throwing out a Pokemon because oh, see, then I always then... I turn I actually turn that off in most of the games. Like I set it to like static or whatever because I don't want to be asked every fucking time. I would much rather be asked every time if I want to switch out my Pokemon because yes, I do because I want to switch out to the better strategy to the better uh, matchup. If I if I think I know what they're matching me up against, if I think I know what they have, or if they have something that I know I'm better with. I can switch out to that. I want that because I don't want to waste the turn throwing in my next Pokemon out and then my next Pokemon getting hit with a move that might kill. But th- these aren't Pokemon League rules, man. This we're we're back in the the prairie days or whatever the fuck you want to call it. This is this is street Pokemon fights. I, trust me, <laughs> there, I know. There I know. Ain't no just, rules. But like the game should still have given me the option. It's not league rules or not. I mean, that's not. I doubt that's a league rule. Like, oh, if your Pokemon come gets knocked out, you have to give your your opponent a chance to. No, that's just game mechanics. They they always ask you to switch out your Pokemon. Yeah, because it's it's Pokemon league rules, man. That's game mechanics. It's not a league rule. That wouldn't be a rule. It look. You it, have to give your opponent in, a chance. In to universe, swat. in universe, league rules. How do you know? Find that Why, rule. Find that why rule. else? Why else would you do it? Because it's a game mechanic. To you give have you to. You the, have the to learn what immersion is. You have to stop separating game mechanics from from in game lore. If it's, if it's a game mechanic, there's a reason it happens. But see, it's a game mechanic because it gives you the opportunity to strategize better, rather than you like because they have it to where if you swap your Pokemon out, your Pokemon's still getting attacked. They give you that chance to strategize after you knock out a Pokemon. Because why would you give? Why would it be a league rule to give the person who just won the fight an advantage by switching out to a different Pokemon? Because they just won the fight. 
But why would the, why if you're winning, then why it's would make you get it, the take advantage? it, motherfucker? Like if you're, it should give you, it gives you, it should give you the disadvantage. Well, League why rules. Do, why do you play make it take it in basketball? I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that means. You make the you, shot, you take the you next one. The, yeah. I mean that. <laughs> that's a stupid game. But I'm also bad at basketball, so I wouldn't so, play it. So you've never actually made it and taken it. We get it. I, I've never made a single basket from playing. I, I know that it, we caught it around the world, and you you stood on the. It wasn't the half court line, but it was probably no, it was, like it was the, it was the three point line. Or, you, you start or, in, yeah. the, in the top corner and you work your way all the way around. Yeah, and for every ball you make, you go to the next spot and you throw again until you miss. I've lost a game without even throwing a ball once. Because I yeah, had somebody make all of their shots. That's because it's make it take it. That's a that's a bad game. Well, I mean, it's you don't a... play make it take it if somebody can make every shot from the three point line. That's just how, stupid. How am I supposed to know? You ask them. Be like, how good are you at basketball? And I mean, even even the best three point three three point uh, uh, thrower can't make every ball. But no, sometimes I mean, you're right. you get lucky. Sometimes you get lucky, and it's just that's a bad game because I'm better. I'm gonna win first. It's league rules wouldn't make wouldn't force it. Plus, if you've ever watched the Pokemon uh, anime, they never stopped the fight to let Ash switch out his Pokemon. The next, the person would just throw out a Pokemon, and Ash would swap out. Anime and games are totally different universes. That's that's the league that we're going off of because we don't. No, know we're the going off the Pokemon rules. league from the games. If Pokemon league, league from rules. the anime is a fucking disaster. <laughs> I mean, it is because you can get a badge for being a good person. Um, yeah, like, like the Pokemon League in the anime has zero rules. Yeah. I mean, like, the Pokemon League from the anime, there's also no Elite Four. It's just a championship yes, tournament. At the, the original Pokemon League championship, Ash lost a tournament, which meant he wasn't Pokemon champion. Yeah, but he didn't lose in the final round. There was actually an Elite Four. You just never actually got to, like, see anyone fight them. Um, Like, Lance is is introduced in the anime as a member of the Elite Four. Bruno oh, really? is introduced as a member of the Elite Four. I don't remember that. I believe but Agatha and Lorelai are as well. I, I did not remember that. Yeah. Um, there's a scene post-Ash getting the eighth badge, but pre-him going to the League, that he's like training in the mountains, and they meet Bruno, who is also training in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And he is introduced as Bruno of the Elite Four. Okay. So, yeah. Um, But enough Pokemon. Rich, what did you think of Guardians of the Galaxy? You know, so far it's pretty solid. It's the first game I've ever played that I've actually, like, really laughed out loud about. There are just some, like, good one-liners and, and, and good scenes. Um, there seems to be, and I don't know if it's just my graphical settings that maybe it's throwing it off. There seems to be some, some, um, some, like, potential input lag and, and whatnot in certain things, or just the way I'm doing, trying to do things, it's throwing it off. But, like, there's an ability where you can scan the enemies where I tend to not be able to scan them right away. It takes a little bit longer for you to be able to scan them. But I don't know if it's either A, because I'm locking on to them before I hit the scan button, or if I, like, I, like, if it might be because I'm holding on to a button that is not supposed to be being held on to when you're doing that feature. Yeah, I don't remember if I scanned anybody, so I, I couldn't tell you how that worked. Yeah, it's, it's like, because you have to open up your 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 um star lord view and then aim at them and scan them but like i when you're in combat i'm hitting the lock on button a lot and so it's like when i'm 
I have the Star Lord view on and the lock on button, and then I'll click the scan, and instead he'll start shooting and stuff. And it's like there, the, there are a lot of controls. There are a lot of things to remember about this game. Um, there, there really are, and keeping track it, of like y- your the team attacks, pl- like plus Star Lord's attacks, and I feel like there's a third level of things you can do also. Oh, uh, there's there's the team attacks, there's Star Lord's attacks, there's uh, the elements. That you can have set up on as Star Lord, yeah. Like um, that you at least you unlock those kind of like slowly. Yeah, and so it's just like there's there's a lot going on and there's a lot to think about. And combat is fast paced and hectic. It's not RPG style. It's like action style. And so it's like you got to just keep going. There is slowdown if you're trying to use different abilities, but like I I was having difficulty. Uh, using the Star Lord abilities, and that's because you have to hit the button for the team menu, and then hit left stick. You have to click in left stick, I think, to go to the Star Lord menu. And like, it is something either, stupid like that. Either I'll hit it too fast, or I'll hit it too slow, or something like that. Like I won't hit it on time, and then I'll try to select an ability, but I'll accidentally select Drax or or Groot, and then I don't know how to get out of that menu. So yeah, I end up just closing the menu entirely, bringing battle all back to normal speed, and then going back into battle again. And it's just there's it's it's very hectic. Yeah, the, the Star Lord stuff isn't very good either. Yeah, I mean it's you're 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 a commander simulator. You're 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 there to command the rest of the team. Star Lord just stands there. Like if if it weren't for being able to command the team, and you were just controlling Star Lord with everyone else doing their own thing, it would be the most boring game in the world because Star Lord's combat sucks. Yeah, his combat combat is very generic. It's basically yeah. hold the trigger to like auto shoot and run up and melee yeah. people. But like yeah. surprisingly, like controlling like well, and it's controlling is a bad word to put it. But I thought like like dispatching like the guardians to do things actually yeah. felt really good and like yeah. it was fun. Yeah, it's 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 fun to command them in battle. It's fun to actually have them do different puzzly things out on the field. I really like that. Like, it's not just all fighting. There's there's puzzle stuff. There's RPG stuff. It's all over the place. Like, I was talking with somebody about it, and I think I can't remember how I. I think I was like, it's kind of like I might I might have said kind of like um like like Telltalesy, and and then I explained it to them, and they're like, oh, you maybe more like um uh, Mass Effect. I'm like, you know what, Mass Effect would probably be a better equivalent to this is very similar to the mass effect games yeah where like you're you're talking to the the te- not even in the combat but like just in general you have those like dialogue options where like yeah the characters will say like rocket will remember that yeah and, um, and like there was a lot of those options a lot of those things that happened uh, only in like the three hours i played um how did you do with um like speaking of like the the team dialogue like the i don't remember what they're called but those things where in your in combat, if like you had like a good sync or whatever they were calling it, you could do that like team huddle, and like if you picked the right option, everyone got like a power up and all their health back. And if you picked the wrong one, I think you still got your health back, but like nothing else. I only did one of those, and that was the scripted one because I I, I don't think I played enough to actually have to affect with how many of the or I'm just that good at commanding them that. I wasn't having a problem, but like I, I only had one of those, and I did, I, I succeeded in bringing everyone back to life, full health, and and everyone being like powered up. But that, there was only one, so I can't really say how well I did with them. Yeah, like, like I've, I've had a, I, 
I haven't played the game in a while, but like I had a bunch of them, and like they are often very hard to decipher what exactly they want you to say to mm-hmm. like actually succeed. Yeah. Um But yeah. So did you get the Cosmo yet? No, I just got to. I, I'm. I just put. Uh, I I decided to sell Rocket, so I just put Rocket in the um in the cage, and we're walking up to Lady. What's her name? Okay. Yeah. That I, part I, is hectic, but. Yeah. The Cosmo bit, really good. Like, mm-hmm. like the the part with Cosmo is probably one of the funniest scenes in a game I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew, I might just send you the video because I think even you would find it funny. I've heard the writing and whatnot in this game was very good. Dude, the writing I, is is so good in this game. I love it. It's so like there's so many just like sort of one liners and just quippy things that they say that work so well, and it blows my mind. Yeah, like, it, it is, it, they did a surprisingly good job with all of that, but there is a, there's a particular bit when you meet Cosmo, the, the astronaut dog, um, that, um, is just so good. And yeah. I don't want to, I, I don't want to spoil it for you, Rich, cause you'll, you, depending on, like, how often you, you play that, like, you, it won't be that long before you're there. No, so, yeah, I, I have, uh, changed up my stream schedule for the foreseeable future. Uh, mostly to catch up on my backlog, um, but also, like, Timmy is having issues with work, so the teamwork stuff, or, or the teamwork, or Timmy Tuesday, whichever you want to call it, uh, we're going to be taking a break from that for a while, but I just really want to catch up on my backlog of all the games I want to play. So, with the exception, like, I'll be playing Monster Hunter once a week, and I'll be playing whatever game I'm just working through the rest of the time, except for I might occasionally jump out on, like, Sundays to play something else. So, like, for instance, this week, we're doing Guardian. We did Guardians yesterday. We're doing Guardians on Thursday. And then we're doing uh, Omno on Sunday. And that's mostly because Omno is coming off of Game Pass soon. So I want to get that done before it comes off again. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then, like, we might might do, like, maybe just indie short games, games that can be beat in one go, like Omno, on Sundays, just to have, like, more of a chill streams on Sundays. But we'll also play games like Guardians and whatnot. But it's also, the weekend streams are kind of in flux right now. Might be doing them on Saturdays, might be doing them on Sundays, depending on time, because it's the summer. Um, but yeah, it's like, I, I, I'm planning on getting through this game. I think How Long to Beat says it's about 20 to 25 hours or something like that. I think it's like 15 to 20 hours um, based on completion and everything. So I'm planning on be- beating this game within the next two to three weeks. Yeah, it looks like completionist is 25 and a half. Yeah. And, like, who knows how far I'll get into doing the completionist stuff or not. Like, I don't even know how big the scope of this game gets. I'm just three hours, three and a half, four hours in right now. So, I, I do explore and try to get everything I can. But it's really fun. I do have um, a little bone to pick with Square. Um, and it's the fact that, obviously, I'm streaming this game. And one reason why I was hesitant to stream this game is because I know the music selection is fantastic. Oh, but, right. I, I didn't even think about that. But I can't really do the licensed music. Like, I probably could, and all that would happen is my VODs would get muted, but the entire VOD would get muted. Me, anything I'm saying, as well as the game itself. They can't separate the two. Um, So they do have a mode to where you can turn off the licensed music as a streamer mode. Two problems with that. Problem number one, at the top of your screen, it says streamer mode on the entire time you're fucking playing the game. 
Oh, that's really oh, annoying. Yeah. But it's like, and it's not like, like big white or black letters. It's like, it's faded in. So like you eventually like you, you don't notice it and you won't see if you were to watch my stream you won't see it because I have the um the goals the monthly goals for like followers and and subscribers and shit like that. That's but, still like, really annoying. It's it's annoying. But it's also here's the other problem. There is a band called Starlord the Band. Yeah, that they made for it, the the game. It is music they made for the game, specifically for this game that they do not play in place of the licensed music at those points. So in the scene at the very beginning when you're when you're escaping from uh the the uh like when you're in the ship in the Milano flying away and you're controlling the Milano. I don't know if you remember this cop. But at one point he says somebody put music and Drax yells, "Well, somebody put some music on for this guy." For me, it was silent music-wise. There was no music, there was no background music, there was no, like, tenseness, there was no Star-Lord the band playing, because that was a moment with a scripted music of one of the other licensed songs that they weren't playing, because I turned those off. That's, that really sucks. And, like, I just, I, I, I don't know programming, I do know a little programming, I actually used to do programming, like, I started going to college for programming, me and Drew did programming in high school. I don't think it's going to be that hard to switch a playlist if button is turned on, play this song instead type of thing. For a band that you specifically created, and an album, a 10-song album, which is fucking amazing, by the way. Go check it out. It's on Spotify, and it's on YouTube, and it's on everything. Listen to it. It's really fucking good. How hard would it have been just to be like, oh, if streamer mode is on, play this song instead? Now... At the beginning of the game, like, when you're in, like, the bedroom and you have, like, mm-hmm. the, the cassette, are you able to play that in stream? It was, it was, it was, it was Star-Lord the band that was okay, playing so, on my headphones. So they do play it, like, mm-hmm. in, okay. I, yeah. I wasn't sure if maybe for some reason that wasn't actually, like, included in the streamer mode, if that makes sense. I mean, seemingly Star-Lord, as far as I can tell, Star-Lord the band, or whatever it's called, um, is not licensed... Or, like, at least is, like, a Square-owned thing and not a licensed thing that a streamer has to worry about. I haven't gotten any notifications on whether or not I got muted yesterday. Uh, I could probably check right now while we talk about it. But, I I mean, I doubt I got muted yesterday from any of that. But it's just, like, it kind of, it kind of blows my mind that, like, okay, you make this song. Yeah, I don't have any anything marking that I got muted at all from yesterday's stream. But like yeah, that is just that is such a weird decision. Yeah, because like it's not even, and and I think this is probably why. Like it's not that they gave you the option to turn on streamer mode; it's they give you the option to turn off licensed music. And I think that's probably the difference. But but like when you have the licensed music off, it says streamer mode on. But like I, I don't know. I think it's just I. And again, it's a very niche problem. It's a problem for like specifically me or other streamers. But it's just, like, it's still, like, I don't want to run the risk of potentially losing ad revenue or whatever playing this game. I don't want to run the risk of, like, getting a, 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 an actual copyright ding. So I'm I'm unfortunately going to miss out on one of the better parts of this game, which is the music selection. But you created an entire album that I also don't get to hear? What about when you can, like, just pick your own music in, like, the ship and all? I haven't checked to see if Star-Lord the Band was on there yet, but I did see that it was on there. I did yeah, see that there have, was a, a spot to do that. 
yeah, like in like the common area of the ship, you can go and like choose what track to play, and it plays throughout the whole ship. And I remember like all of the Star Lord music was on there, and then like all of the other licenses. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that is dumb. But it is an otherwise like actually very charming game, and like yeah. surprisingly well done. Yeah, like I don't, I like the 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 complaints I have it are like, I, I again the, the the music complaint is minor. It's it's frustrating to me. But it's minor. It's not a major complaint. And like, again, I might mess around with graphical settings to see if maybe the input lag input issues are just how my graphics settings are and not like the actual game. But I, I, I am enjoying the game and I hope, I hope it stays as good as it started. Yeah. And like, I've, I'm probably double the length of you, maybe a little bit more and like enjoyed it the whole time. I just kind of like got distracted by other stuff basically. And yeah. Haven't gone back to it, but it it I enjoyed a whole bunch of it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you continue to as well. Yeah, I hope so too. Oh, so I've I started checking out that game Escape Academy. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of this? I, I've heard of it. Um, it's actually pretty cool. Um, it's a video game of escape rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and like some of them are actually like like they're legit hard and like they're all timed. So like. You might have anywhere from five minutes to thirty minutes to like figure out like uh like the various like obstacles and things. Um, and it's it's sh- it's shaped around you are literally going to a school to learn like escapism, mm-hmm. which I guess I think that would be the right word for that. Um, so like you know you have classes where like one of the first classes you do is you have to find the teacher's like spray paint cans so that you can tag a mural. Like, literally, the teacher tells you, figure out how to find the the locked-up paint cans that I hid so that you can, like, write your name and spray paint on this, like, mural. And, like, that's the mission. You have 30 minutes to figure it out. Okay. And, like, that one took me a while. Like, I finished it at, like, 26 minutes. But then the, the one after that is, like, it, it's actually a death trap. Like, mm. <laughs> the room is filling with water as you're trying to, like, solve these puzzles. That's great. Um, Yeah. And I finished, like, that one is, like, each floor of that one, you get, like, five or so minutes. And, like, I was finishing all of those fairly quickly because it was a little more straightforward. Up until the last one when it's, um, it's, like, a letter matching key sort of thing. I think it was the last one. It was either the last one or the second to last one. They basically, they give you the the whole alphabet um, with, like, the first half on the top row and the second half on the bottom row and arrows going between them. So, like... A equals N, B equals M, that sort of thing. Yeah. And you'll get, like, a word that's just jumbled letters, and you have to go through and, like, look at this key and, like, figure out what the letters are actually supposed to be. And while it's not hard, it's just time-consuming. And when you're on a time limit, you're, like, rushing, like, all right, what is Q? Where the fuck is... Where is Q? <laughs> um, But it, it was fun. It definitely seemed like a game that, like, I don't think it would necessarily be fun to play online, which I think it has online multiplayer. It would probably be, like, a good game for, like, couch co-op, because you can, like, almost, like, doing, a, like, a real escape room. Like, you can sit there with, like, a couple of people and try and decipher, like, the clues and stuff like that while one person kind of, like, moves to the area to, like, try different things out. Yeah. I mean, there, there is, according to Steam, there is uh, uh, co-op, online co-op. But, like, I, thought the, I just, thought I saw that. You could just do that same thing on Discord. Yeah, but, like, that doesn't sound fun. It's the same thing. No, like you do it sitting with people. But you're sitting with somebody online. And then yeah, that's... both of you are controlling a character and looking around and finding clues. And then when you can put place it together, you can help each other out. 
I don't know. That just doesn't sound as much fun. Because then you would literally be, like, able to, like, not game it, but, like, you'd be able to do it in, like, half the time, which I realize is kind of the point. But I feel like if all of you have to work on the same thing, it's just, a, like, it adds, like, a layer of, like, urgency to it. So, so when you have you ever been to an escape room by yourself? Like, I've never been to escape an escape room. Period. So that's the thing about an escape room. You all try to figure different things out. You like you you, you divide and conquer. So like you, you 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 look around. You try to see what you each can find. You try to put together clues. Usually, depending on how many people you go with, usually like one or two people become like sort of ringmasters and try to like collect things and see what everyone else is finding and you try to look around all separately if you're all looking at the same thing you're all going to see the same thing but if you're all working together and looking around at different things and checking different bookshelves and whatnot you're all oh wait maybe this will work or maybe that'll work or like one person's reading a book while you're trying to test the puzzles out outside of the book that's the point of an escape room i know i think my method sounds like more fun I, I mean, I, I don't think you're, I'm not saying your method doesn't sound fun. I'm just saying it would be better to everyone have control of their own character. Eh, it's potato, potato. No, no, it's, it's all potato. Yeah, no, I just, I mean, like, I don't think that, like, that honestly does not sound fun to me. Like, sitting on Discord with people playing it. I mean, it is a, it is a level of, of, it is a different kind of thing, for sure. But, like, having multiple people controlling a character is really... I feel like what you would need, and maybe if there's more people playing, maybe you have less time, or maybe the puzzles are harder or something. Yeah, I I don't know if like they if anything does change up if you if you do have like mm-hmm. multiple people in the game. Um, I would hope it does because yeah, if if you're adding more people, like the puzzles would inherently get easier because it's usually like multiple puzzles per like area. Yeah. So like you know if if you have two or three or four people all doing different puzzles, like that twenty minute thing may only take you That's, five minutes. I- but I mean, that's an escape room. Yeah, no, I, I I know that. I was just saying, like, for like a video game, like it just makes it, it like it's finite, and I don't know. Like, I understand that's the point of like a real escape room, but I feel like real escape rooms are also a little more challenging, most likely than these have been so far. I mean, yeah, some of them are so, like the real escape rooms are bigger and probably have more in them. But like this game, they probably. It's also you're paying for real escape room or paying fifty bucks a person or some I don't know how much escape room is right now. I haven't been to one in two two and a half years. But like you're paying fifty bucks a person to go in this room for an hour that you're locked in and try to figure out how to get out, whereas with this game it's like, oh, we can keep updating and add new rooms, whereas an escape room it's like it's one and done. Like you do it once, you you know the the, the solves you can't really do this one again and on top of that like for for like a game like this um not everything is interactable and you can it's it's pretty obvious when something is meant as part of the puzzle Mm. versus when it's just like a thing you can click on and get like a little like this is an empty frame um versus like a real escape room where like realistically anything in that room could be like a clue or something at no like no matter how just normal it looks Mm -hmm. like in 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 the game at one point you're like your acceptance mission like you basically have to prove that that you can actually do this stuff um is you have to figure out the the headmistress's full name first middle and last name and you're locked in their office while there is um gas pumping into the room and if you don't if you don't figure it out in 15 minutes um the 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 in-story thing is you're going to black out 
and it's going to erase your memories. You're not going to remember that this school exists. Because mm-hmm. um, it's basically Hogwarts for learning how to escape from shit. Yeah. Um, and as you're doing things, like, it's very much a, oh, there are five plants. If you click on those plants, you just keep saying the same thing over of, there's, a, th- it's another plant. These much must take an awful long time to, to water. Um, but the thing that actually, like, clues you in that the plants are anything is you find a receipt that literally says, there were five plants purchased at the same time. It's like, okay, so five means something. And then you find, like, a symbol that's a plant, and you realize, oh, so the plant is five, so that's the number for the lock sort of thing. That, that's, that's, how, that's how an escape room works. No, no, I know that, but in this case, like, there are five plants you can interact with, and then a bunch of other plants you can't. Whereas in a real escape room, anything there, in that room you can interact with. Yeah, but there's also things in those rooms that you can't. Like, that are, like, glued down, and they say, if you can't lift it with minor, minor like, just a normal picking up motion, it's made to not be picked up with or interact. Oh, do they really glue stuff down in them? Yeah, because otherwise people would be picking up everything. So, I knew, like, I knew certain things were, like, nailed to the walls and stuff like that. I didn't think they would glue anything down. I thought, like, everything was potentially... There, there are things that are not made to be messed with. There are things that are just scenery. There are things like the, the best example is if you've ever seen the episode of of um uh, the Big Bang Theory when they were in there. Like I think they straight up say like if there's something that you have to try to force to pick up, you're not supposed to pick it up. Or there might be a different show that I watched that had an escape room. But like they like you don't force things up. Like if if you can't pick it up, it's not meant to be picked up. It's not like that's like a lot of people. If like my first thing when I go into an escape room is to touch everything and see what can be moved. So you're patient zero for COVID. No, because <laughs> I uh, no, I'm not because like that's that's an escape room that they're supposed to clean out between each one, which they probably won't. But I again haven't been to an escape room. You just walk um, around licking doorknobs, touching. I, things. Not every room is an escape room. It's just my house that's the hardest thing to get out of. Okay. But, uh, this, this game reminds me, I don't know if either of you played it. It was, like, it was a Flash game back in the day, so I mostly played it in high school. Uh, it it's actually looks a little floors. bit like a Flash game. Yeah. A game I'm talking about, it's called 100 Floors. It was a Flash game. It was all just, just a browser game. And it was like, you're an el- you're on an elevator and you have to solve how to get each, ele- the elevator to go up to each floor. And, like, I literally just looked it up and they made, they turned it into a cell phone game. And I'm like, oh, I remember this game. It was so great. I love I've never heard of that before, but it does sound similar where, mm-hmm. like, and, like, this game could, it is obviously, like, it's higher quality than a Flash game, but it mm-hmm. has kind of that, like, that Flash game aesthetic just because it's all kind of, it's all the, the 2D, like, visual novel style storytelling. Yeah. It's fun, though. Um, I th- I want to say I did, like, four or five of the, the escapes, and every one of them was a little bit different. Like, like, I mean, like, each one was, like, a totally different setup, but they all had different, like things to try and figure out it wasn't just all the same mm-hmm. um the hardest one for me by far was in in the first class one which is the art one there's a statue and you're supposed to figure out like which which of like the pictures to make the statue look like and none of the pictures really looked like the statue like the eyes didn't look right if that makes sense so like i couldn't tell what the eyes were supposed to look like based on the the one that i knew was the right picture so it was a lot of just turning it a bunch and then, like, hitting the button over and over again until, like, the eyes lined up right. Yeah. Because, um, like, I could tell the mouth, I could tell the eyebrows, 
but the pic every picture the eyes did not look like any of the settings for the eyes on the actual statue um but otherwise like they they're all like doable as long as like you figure things out in the right order because like that was the biggest problem is like i found like the nose for that statue and thought that was the end of that side of the puzzle went over did all these other puzzles that unlocked the gate to get to what like the the finish line but i didn't realize like there was a whole other section in the other building that i had to finish to get Mm. the paint to be able to tag the thing so it was like oh shit i have to run all the way back to the other side of this thing now to like figure out like these last two puzzles yeah there there are some escape rooms that are very similar to that too where it's like it's multiple rooms and shit those ones are really fun yeah like and this one this one has been cool so far um it's on game pass too so nice it's worth checking out um so San Diego Comic-Con happened. It sure yeah. did. There was a lot at San Diego Comic-Con. But, like, not everything was uh, all that interesting. I mean, it's San Diego Comic-Con. So, like, there's that's, a lot going on, but it's also, it's it's a Comic-Con. So there's always going to be nothing, things that people don't care about. And then there's going to be things that people really do care about. Like, how about more Walking Dead spinoffs? Just delete that one. Like, we're done. We're done with that comment. <laughs> Come on. Like, they announced two more spinoffs. Just- does Jesus. your wife still watch it? No, she she never the, finished the. I I know the final season is still on. Yeah. Um, I don't think she ever started the final season, and I don't think she ever bothered with the last season of Fear the Walking Dead or the second season of That World Beyond. So she was more of a diehard fan than I was. Yeah, and if she doesn't watch it anymore, no one watches it. Like, just it's done. It's <laughs> done. Fuck Walking Dead. Like, but, it, the but show hey, the show was over when, when Rick left. But he's coming but back. Like, That's one of the spinoffs. It's Rick and Michonne. Suck my dick. I don't care. Like, <laughs> seriously. It makes me mad. Like, it makes me so mad. We don't need any more Walking Dead. I love zombies. Give me all the zombies. I'm tired of fucking zombies. Like, I, I, mean, I haven't yes. watched the new Resident Evil shit. Um, the only real zombie game I care playing right now is friggin' Seven Days to Die. And it's just like, it's just, just, I'm done. I'm done with Walking Dead. I want to finish the comics and that's it, because I never did that. But like, I I don't need Walking Dead AMC TV show anymore. So I, I was just curious. Um, I, I looked up the ratings. So the current season does not have anything out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, at least not like, like the end of it. Um, but it's apparently the, the season premiere had 2 million views. Versus at the peak, which let's say was uh, season five, according to to this, season five opened with seventeen million viewers. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get this is I literally get... it, it has been on a steady decline since season yeah. seven. I get I get notifications and or not notifications. I get ads on like Facebook for the new Walking Dead, one of the new Walking Deads. And apparently Yvette Nicole Brown is now the spokesperson for Walking Dead. Yeah, I mean, she had, I feel like she has been for a while. Probably, ever, ever since Hardwick had all his issues, I'm sure. No, I mean, he's been, he, he's back. He's been doing Talking Dead again. I didn't even know they still had that show. Yeah. How does a do show that? that barely pulls two million views have a fucking after show? And who watches I, it? Look, this, these are wonderful questions. Um, I'm trying to think of like other shows to, that are like on just, I, I guess Better Call Saul. Let's look at Better Call Saul. Is that still going? Uh, the final season is airing right now. Um, that they had a long break between some of their seasons. Like yeah. it went twenty eighteen was season four, twenty twenty was season five, and then season six 
it 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 did like it did the typical AMC split season mm. where but not as bad as they usually do. Um the, the first they're doing se- with The Walking Dead. Yeah, like the first season, the first half of season 6 aired from like February to April mm. and then the second half is airing like now till I don't know the like the end of August. But yeah. let's look. Nope, that's not ratings. There's ratings. Um so The Walking Dead right now. So Better Call Saul is probably one of the best shows on television. Mm-hmm. Um, it is arguably better than Breaking Bad. Okay. And does not have ratings as high as Walking Dead currently is getting. Hmm. Um, the season six A and B both just barely broke a million viewers, whereas Walking Dead has never done less than two million. And that was this season. Every season before that, they, they were more like five million for the season opener. Yeah. So like, it's, it's, they still fucking, they, they get, they get more view viewers still than like your average cable drama. So like, yeah, they're going to just keep pushing spinoffs and fucking after shows until literally no one is watching. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was wild. So there's fear. The walking dead is still going. I'm pretty sure that beyond world beyond is still going. Um, they have the, the show that is now just a Daryl spinoff cause Melissa McBride backed out of it. Um, they have this other one that they announced at Comic-Con, and then a, a fifth one that is Rick and Michonne. Let me tell you, if anything in my life I've ever needed so much, it was a fucking Daryl spinoff of the Daryl show. <laughs> maybe he'll actually do stuff in this one, though. Like, maybe he'll have some dialogue. But he killed a tank! He did, but he didn't talk. He just... He, he is a video game protagonist. I mean, it's... I love Norman Reedus. I don't need Daryl. <laughs> like, I'm, I, like, I just, I'm over walk. I'm so over the Walking Dead AMC. It, it makes yeah. me mad because, like, I do want to finish the series. Like, I, when it comes all on Netflix, maybe I'll get around to finishing it. But I'm like fucking four seasons behind. I might like, be more than that. Like, did you watch? You, did you watch it all post Rick, quote unquote, dying? Rick's last episode, maybe two episodes after Rick's last episode was was my last episode. So I watched a little bit past, like I watched into the time skip a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I Which think like I, I watched the introduction of the Whispers, but that's it. Yeah, and like I saw a little bit because like if like Erica had it on like while I was still awake. But yeah, it's been at least two or three years. Like I don't know that I've watched it since the pandemic. Mm, yeah, and Fear the Walking Dead, uh, I thought was garbage. I never finished the first season. Yeah, um, I I thought from the little bit I saw of it again, like if Erica was watching it while I was still awake. Um, it got a little more interesting as it went on, but it also actually just became The Walking Dead Part 2. Yeah. Um, it's one of those where the characters got slightly more interesting as things went on, but the, the story was just Walking Dead on the West Coast instead. Yeah, because the problem with The Fear of the Walking Dead was it was initially billed as the beginning of the apocalypse. It was supposed to be the start of the zombies and everything. And it was for a but season. <laughs> the, yeah, the season two, they had like a five-year time jump or some shit like that. It was a little more than that. Like, it was like season three, they actually just caught up to The Walking Dead. Yeah. Because season three is when they added Morgan. And it yeah. was Morgan post-leaving Rick the second time. Yeah. And so it was just like, yeah, Walking Dead is just, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> well, how about the D&D movie? Um, I actually don't think that looks bad. It's apparently, and I didn't, I don't know if this is true or not. Apparently it's taking a lot of its, um, 
like concepts and stuff like that from like the eighties cartoon. Sure. Like I guess yeah. it's using like a similar like party makeup or something. Look, they had a mimic in the trailer. That's all I got. I, I'm I'm happy. I'll go see it. They had a mimic in there. Now, have you ever seen the two thousand D and D movie? No. You should watch it. I mm, nah. It could help you be a better DM. I doubt. I that. doubt that. <laughs> I doubt that. Nothing I mean, I reali- can make me be better. Okay, I'm terrible no matter what. I mean, you're not wrong, but like you know, couldn't make you worse. Mm-hmm. True. True. Like there's that. Um. But yeah, they, they showed a trailer. I didn't watch the trailer, but like people seem to. People were making a lot of jokes about it, but no one seemed to say it was bad. Yeah, I mean that's it's because it's a D and D movie that like. Most D&D things, even the 80s cartoon, I don't think was really that good. Uh, like, D&D media, not D&D things, but D&D media, like D&D movies and whatnot. Like, I, I don't think ever really have been that good, so people are going to just mock it in general. Um, but this one, like I said, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, against it. I'm not, like, saying it's going to be the greatest thing, but it, the, the, the trailer looked at least solid enough to be a movie that I would go see in theaters. It's not going to be like a day one, week one thing, but I'd go see it in theaters if I had the time or money to go see it in theaters. That's that's valid. Um, speaking of theaters, there are a lot of movies coming. Yeah, there's um, so many movies. Specifically, there's a lot of Marvel movies coming. There's fucking there two, sure Ave- two Avengers movies in Phase 6. Yep, that's that's how Phase Six is going to end. Which I mean, like they did that for Phase Three too. Or, but yeah. I mean, but that's different because that was like in, it was Infinity War and Endgame. It was wrapping up the whole ten year story, and it's just like they they were interconnected stories. It was a, so, it was it was like a ver, like a part one and part two. So that like I'll give it a little bit more leeway. Whereas like we're getting uh, the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. No, they are a hundred percent going to be parts one and two. They're not going to be two like standalone movies. But like Kang has nothing to do with at least as far as we can understand. Kang is Kang the Conqueror. He's the the multiversal traveler. Like where Secret Wars is the fucking uh, um, scroll. Like they're two no, 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 separate no, 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 enemies. No no. no, no, no. You're thinking of Secret Invasion. I'm. I'm. Just don't. Just don't. <laughs> just um, don't. That's that's going to be a Disney Plus series. That's the one that's supposed to. It's actually I'm looking at the list right now. It's supposed to come next spring. That's the one um, starring Samuel yeah. L. Jackson with the scrolls. Yeah. Um, Secret Wars. It could be one of two things. There's the 1980 Secret Wars, which you watched the 90 Spider-Man um, cartoon, right? A little bit. Do you remember um, the near no. the end of that? There was like a it was like a pseudo crossover where like. Um, it was like the X Men and Captain America and all these other heroes were on like this like alternate planet with like a bunch of villains and they were fighting each other. No, I don't. Okay, well, so that was the original 1985 Secret Wars where the Beyonder, like an all powerful like god character, pulled a bunch of heroes and villains onto like his like special planet to make them like battle it out for his amusement. Um, that's mm-hmm. where the that's where the black suit, the symbiote, came from. Um. But then in 2015, they did a new Secret Wars where the multiverse ended. Um, all, like, different um, universes began to collide. And when they collided, both universes were destroyed. Um, and it ended with the Ultimate Universe and the 616 Universe colliding. And Doctor Doom figuring out how to stop it. 
but it basically involved him becoming the god emperor and making this like patchwork world of all these like lost universes where like there was a whole team there was like a whole area that was policed by thors and um johnny storm was literally the sun like (laughs) dr doom kept the the sun in the sky by making it johnny storm (laughs) jesus and yeah just all sorts of like weird goofy shit they did it was actually very interesting um I just, the guy who wrote that and that was writing Avengers up to that, um, Jonathan Hickman, I think he's brilliant coming up with ideas. I don't like the way he executes them. So, like, mm-hmm. I was lackluster on that whole run. But, like, yeah. the ideas are really cool. And with them setting up this multiverse thing and having Kang not necessarily be the time traveler that he is in the comics, um, I feel like that could work. And because we know... um so phase six, we know it ends with those two Avengers movies, but it starts with Fantastic Four, which means Kang can be the villain in the Kang Dynasty, and that somehow leads to Doctor Doom taking over the world in Secret Wars. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I just, I, I really hope they don't go too off the wall comic y with these. Like, what they're building, what they've built to up so far with some of these other shows and some of these other characters, like, fucking. They, if they do something to change, um, uh, Miss Marvel, I'm gonna be so mad because, yeah, her powers aren't the same as the comics, but honestly, I like these better. So, uh, yeah, apparently, I still haven't fucking watched it, but apparently, like, they did a really good job with it, and I guess there is a scene where, like, she uses the TV show powers and she still does the big hands. Yeah, she does that quite a few times. Like, she still extends her hands and uses her powers, so her powers are more, um. It's hard connected. light or something, right? Yeah, it's it's hard light. They're connected to it's like connected to ma- uh, uh, more like not magic, but kind of magicy. Um, and 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 like because like, the humans have been erased from existence in the MCU. Yeah, I mean, I like I don't want to get too far into it because you haven't watched it yet. But like, it is it's it's really cool what they did and the powers themselves. Like, I don't. We're about to get Fantastic Four in three years. I don't need. Another stretchy person. Because we're about to get Mr. Fantastic. We don't need two stretchy people. But to change her powers into this hard light, but still have her think of using it as, like, extending extensions of her body, so that, A, yes, she can jump around on little blocks of hard light, but also, B, uh, spoiler alert, she says in Biggin at one point, it all works. Yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm fine with that. Like, as long as it works, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, you can't change Mr. Fantastic. Like, no. he has to be stretchy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. but, like, yeah, like, Miss Marvel, especially because she's she's a type of character that really, like, Marvel has tried to distance themselves from as far as the Inhumans go. Like, mm-hmm. she's not, she, she 100%, I, I already know for a fact, she does not have the same origin in this show. Yeah. Because they have go, gone so hard away from Inhumans. Yeah, and, like, their origin, it connects more to the character. It's not, oh, she's, she has alien blood in her the origin is more connected to her 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 actual personal like faith and ideology like it's more connected to her being muslim which is honestly better in a representation sense as well yeah it probably does and i i do have to get around to watching that i definitely want to watch it before the she hulk show comes out Mm -hmm. i just it's it's, i keep forgetting about it it's so good it was it's it is my favorite of the Marvel shows so far. It is my favorite. Well, that's, I mean, that's, you know, that's saying something. Yeah. Um, well, and real quick, Cobb, to your point about what uh, Secret Wars could be, it, 
they have Marvel has called this the multiverse saga. Yeah. And so I mean so, even the original Secret Wars kind of dealt with the multiverse. I imagine because the 2015 Secret Wars was such a big event that that is the one they're going to do either way though. Yeah. Like it would be silly for and like you said, like it's the multiverse saga. There would be no reason for them to go back to the 80s cuz at this point that's not the one people think about anyway. True. Mm-hmm. Um but other than that, they did um so they basically they told us the current phase four is ending with Black Panther in November. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they told us that phase five is starting with Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania, which is going to include Kang and MODOK. Yeah. Um, which I can't wait to see how they try to interpret MODOK for a fucking MCU. Cause there is no way he's going to be giant head, little arms and legs. Mm-hmm. Just there's no way they do that. Um, he's probably going to end up looking something like, um, uh, fucking, what's his name? Looked at the end of the Hulk. Um, the the Brainy. It's not Brainiac. I can't think of his fucking name. The scientist that had like the giant head. No, um, uh, I can't Shit. remember. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, so that that's going to start Phase Five, and then Phase Five is going to end with Thunderbolts, which is the it's Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. It's mm-hmm. like villains working for the government, but like not with bombs in their head. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 I've seen I've seen them uh 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 show that. Um so if they're going to do anything with Modoc anything near similar to what we all know him, it's going to be maybe what they did with the Avengers game, where like he still has the big head, but his arms and body and legs are normal size. That, and... That's possible. Cause I mean like I think in theory, like Modoc in the comics, I feel like maybe his arms and legs are actually not abnormally sized. But he is a giant head the size of a person. So. Yeah, so in this in this one image I'm looking at, his arms come out of his fucking face. Yeah. So But also like you figure in the Avengers game, Modoc was an actual person. Yeah. Um I honestly I don't know what his original origin is anymore in the comics. But like he is a mental organism designed only for killing. Like he's not like a person, as far as I know mechanized organism designed I mean, that, only for killing. It's, yeah, like, it's, um, that, that it's, M changes quite a bit. Uh, yeah, according to Wiki, it's either mental, mobile, or mechanized. Yeah, I feel like it's like every couple the, of years they yeah. give a different different for, name. The acronym. first MODOK is George Tarleton, a former employee of, of AIM. Oh, okay. stealing organization. Which who is who it was in the, in the game. Who, who undergoes substantial mutagenic medical experimentation, originally di- designed to increase his intelligence. So... I can't speak anymore because I think I know what what they're going to do. Very similar to what they did with Marvel's Avengers, though. Um, he, he that dealt with the Inhumans, so they're not obviously not. Going oh, that's true. Around. They did do the whole Terrigen thing in yeah, the that, game. I like, forgot about that. Yeah, the Avengers game was Inhumans. They're not obviously not going that route because they're not doing Inhumans. So I have a feeling I know what it is. Can't say anything because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we will find out. In February, I think, ish, early next year. Yeah. Um. They also they 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 announced like dates for stuff. Like we got a date for Blade in 2023. Um. Hmm. Or uh, anything for like a sequel to Eternals or no? Like that, that movie didn't Just, do very well. <laughs> I know, but they left like there are I, definitely spots open for Phase Six that like we don't know. Yeah. Like there was also there was no Spider Man Four in Phase Five. So like yeah. we have to assume that there Which, will be another Spider Man movie. Um, they did say, um, 
Captain America um is coming in 2024. It's Captain yeah, America New, New, New World, World Order. Order. I like that. Um yeah, the Guardians 3 is coming next year, I believe it is. Um mm-hmm. and uh I'm just looking at this list. I think I think one of the biggest things they announced was fucking Daredevil Born Again. Yeah. Yeah. Which um Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio reprising their roles from the from the Netflix series. So it's a hopefully just a continuation of the netflix series yeah that, that's I, like i had texted you that uh when when uh you sent me that it's like is it a play on words of like born again christian or and and they're like bringing back um uh like they're bringing back the original storyline like it's born again but now on disney plus or is it just like born again as like it's its own new thing like so I th- I think it's it's both they're bringing it back from and I th- I have a feeling it's going to be that same it might not be the exact same continuity but I think it's going to be close enough that you can just kind of assume a lot of things happened mm-hmm. um but it's like I said to you Born Again is also one of the most famous Daredevil storylines that is very much like it was very much a thing that they alluded to a lot in the Netflix series and I believe. The third season kind of like loosely adapted bits and pieces of it. Um, but like, I'm sure they're going to lean into that some for this. Look, excuse me. They're not just going to name it that way. Um, uh, and then did either of you guys happen to watch the Wakanda Forever trailer? No. It was, it was actually a very good trailer. Yeah, I did. I, I enjoyed it. I was, I was, uh, I was a little emotional about it watching it. They, they, they really hit those, pull on those heartstrings. Yeah, like that, that is definitely going to be a, um, an emotional movie. Yeah. Um, I did not realize until earlier today that, uh, Ironheart is apparently going to debut in that. Oh, really? I didn't catch that. Yeah, like that actress is supposed to be in that movie as Riri Williams. So. Okay. Um, like, I, I think they released a trailer for Ironheart or at least concept stuff for Ironheart. There was concept stuff a while ago, but like, that's one of those things where I don't remember where that, f- I think that's next summer. And like right now, that Armor Wars Disney Plus show with Don Cheadle is isn't on the schedule. So like, mm-hmm. who knows how things have kind of shaken up? Yeah. Um. But yeah, Riri Williams is going to be that, and Namor. I forgot they announced Namor was going. Well, to be yeah, in, I mean, it's I, in there. I, f- I figured since uh since they mentioned Atlantis, or at least they mentioned oceanic issues in Endgame, that the next one was going to be a battle with Atlantis. So yeah, and apparently they're not calling it Atlantis though. Yeah. Which is, like, they're calling it something else, and I forget what it is, but I, I think, I wonder if that's because DC is already using it for Aquaman. I, I, I bet you it's because DC's not going to let them. It's probably just a better, safer way to just not use Atlantis. Like, maybe they won't use the term Atlantis till the very end or something. Like, oh, like, they're probably going to call it something because this is what the Wakandans called it. And then, like, once Namor, because I believe Namor is, like, a hero. Isn't uh, he not a full-on villain? Like, isn't he more of a hero? But he, he's kind of like an anti-hero yeah. for, like, early Namor in, like, the the World War II era stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, like, hero-ish, if I remember correctly. But yeah. then um, when he came back, he was a little bit more of an antagonist, and he has sort of flown between both. Like, he is also technically a mutant. Because mm-hmm. um, if, if you ever look at, like, other... Um, Atlanteans, they are blue, and Namor is not. And Namor yeah. also has little wings on his feet, like um, like Hermes. Yeah. So like Namor is actually a mutant. Like I think, I think in some stuff he is considered the first mutant, even though like he's not. But um, yeah. So like he's been on like X Men teams before. 
he has a um he has a an antagonistic relationship with Black Panther and Wakanda. Like mm-hmm. at one point he had half or he had a fifth of the Phoenix Force and attacked Wakanda with it. So Jeez. Yeah. Uh, uh but yeah, like I can see them doing some sort of like uh this is what Wakanda calls it, and then at the end Nabor maybe turns or whatever, or they welcome Wakanda into Atlantis. It's like, oh, welcome to Atlantis or something like that. Yeah, and they might. And like I mean, like we both said, it could also very well just be a they don't wanna it, Warner Brothers doesn't own don't own the rights to Atlantis. Like that's yeah. definitely it's kinda like Thor and Zeus and all that stuff. Like they're all just public domain at this point. Yeah. Um so I wouldn't be surprised if it's just like, well, they already have an Aquaman movie, but like they have another one coming out shortly after this one does. Let's not cause confusions by calling it Atlantis and Atlanteans. Yeah. Let's just this, <laughs> we'll use a this, different word. This isn't the DC uh, Marvel crossover series yet, no. But like that movie looks like it's actually going to be really good, and I'm curious. Yeah, it does. I'm sure at the, like the person in the Black Panther suit is probably Shuri, and like as a character, I'm okay with that. But like that actress turned out to be really shitty, so yeah. I kind of hope it's not her. I I I I hope it's not her because she sucks. But it's probably gonna be her because Shuri as a character is awesome. The actress sucks. But. Yeah, and I mean like like that character is the only one that it, I technically I think has the rights to be the Black Panther because mm-hmm. it's a familial thing. Um, so who knows? Unless like maybe they like divert expectations and it's um the other dude. Uh- like the like the guy from like the other tribe that I, like yeah I want to call him like Makoto I think it's Mbaku Mbaku that's it Mbaku or they subvert expectations even more and Killmonger isn't actually dead I mean that'd be that, fucking dope that would be really cool I would also be okay with it being um oh crap um I can't think of the actress's name she was she she was the voice actress for um Maz in the Star Wars sequels. Um, she was like the the love interest in uh, Lu- the Lu- first Yes, her. Um, because yeah. like she's technically like a spy and like can fight and all. So yeah. like she, she was, could yeah. also pick up the mantle as like you know as a Black Panther because like you yeah. never got the like Shuri in this isn't really like a combat a combat. Yeah, she's not like, the fighter. She's she's a scientist, and like it would it would definitely make sense to have uh the uh, uh Lupita's character um play uh, uh, uh the, the new black panther because like they were also like weren't they like gonna they, like they were the love interests and like maybe maybe over the course of the time that we haven't seen black panther they got married no or I mean, maybe they, they, at least at least he was um he was snapped away for five well, years so. yeah but he was snapped away for five years but then he came back but we don't know that if this time frame is going after everything else or like since end game yeah there's that, a chance that, that like true. He has come back, and he has come back, they got married, and things like that. And so, it moves to her, and not to Shuri, since he's technically, not her heir, but he's, she, not, not he, she, she's not his heir, but she's his, whatever, he, she's his, like, I don't know. Yeah, and like, that's, that, that's the thing, like, they did not, sh- and like, I kinda wish that they hadn't shown that at all. Like, even just that brief second of just somebody in the suit, because I think it would have been way cooler for that to happen completely unannounced. That that's that scene's that scene's going to be like early on. I have a hundred percent. I a hundred percent think that that scene that we saw is like going to be the scene. Uh, it's it's an un un it's a messed uh 
uh, 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 Black Panther who's supposed to be, um, what's his Oh, name? you think, you think we're gonna actually see, like, T'Challa die in battle or something like that? Not, not watch him die in battle, but, like, it's going to be, like, here's what happened for, like, a year or two after the blip and, and bringing people into Wakanda and whatnot. Like, I, I think that that's T'Challa, like, a mass T'Challa for, like, cutscenes or something like that, like cutaways and not really the next Panther. You know what? I hadn't thought about that. Like, they, they could very well do that. Like, yeah. have that be some sort of, like, thing that happened in the past and that's, like, mm-hmm. the last time that, like, the anyone last time saw anyone him or saw... whatever. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, knowing, like, and, like, like I want to say, like, knowing Marvel movies, it is going to be, like, just, like, somebody else oh, in the suit. But, like, Ryan Coogler is actually a really good director, and I could see him pushing for something yeah. different than that. But, like, unfortunately, like, like, the movie being called Black Panther, you do need a Black Panther. It's not being and called like, Black Panther. It's Wakanda Forever. No, it's Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Are you sure? I am 100% sure. Okay. It is. I just looked it up. I thought it was being just called Wakanda Forever, which I feel like it should just be called Wakanda Forever. I mean, that um, would make sense, but that would, that's, that's bad branding like, for a giant conglomerate unfortunately but it's it's like it, the Wakanda Forever is so fucking big if you I look agree. at the title card it is it's it's cuz like Captain America they put emphasis on Captain America and the Winter Soldier like Captain America was bigger and the Winter Soldier was a subtitle this is like <laughs> right now it's like Marvel presents Black Panther presenting Wakanda Forever type of shit like I don't disagree with you like Wakanda Forever is a good like that would be a good standalone name, but because they're going to keep it in the um the the like Black Panther um branding, like you kind of do need a Black Panther, and like all they said was they are not going to recast T'Challa. Yeah, which, uh, which I, like I, they yeah, they can that, they can that's that's a good move. Like that that mm-hmm. is a good way to do it because I don't know that like for how good of an actor Bozeman was, like I don't know that you could recast him and not have mm-hmm. it feel wrong. Feel wrong, um, or even, well, not really potentially offensive, but mostly wrong. Um, but it's like, and it's just like look at look at Harry Potter when they had to recast Dumbledore. Like the first Dumbledore was great, and then the recast was just like it's just not the same. Or well, even the that, Matrix when they recast the fucking uh, Oracle, they I had that, to go through yeah. uh, like oh, I look different because I look because I'm I'm a machine basically or whatever. But like, at least that works for there. Yeah. And, like, Michael Gambon and Richard Harris were... So, keep in mind, um, different directors worked on those movies. So, like, Michael Gambon ha- had the directors he had that that made him the Dumbledore he was. Chris Columbus actually, like, his two movies, the, the first Harry Potter movies, were the closest to the source material. Mm-hmm. As far as, like, just, like, scene for scene goes, I feel. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, even, like, the aesthetic and the characterization. Like... After after Chamber of Secrets, it definitely got more like this is our take on it versus like an actual adaptation. Um, so like you know if Mike if um yeah if Michael Gambon had had Chris Columbus directing him, maybe he would have been more like Richard Harris's Dumbledore. Yeah, we just don't know. Um, but yeah, like I I am interested to see who ends up becoming the Black Panther. I I'm sure it's Shuri, but like like you said, it'd be fucking cool as shit if somehow it was Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be, it would be, like, that's something, like, ever since Chadwick passed away was just something that I'm just like, man, they need to do that. They need, like, we didn't see, like, a funeral for Killmonger. We didn't see, like, 
a body, like he was, yeah, he was dying and he said no, but would they have actually, like, would, like, I'm sure they have a way, they, they could explain easily that they, that they, like, they kept him alive in stasis or something like that. Like, yeah, like, the, there are ways that they could get around that. Um, and like, Michael B. Jordan is a good enough actor. And mm-hmm. people, like, genuinely like him in things that, like, I don't think people would be upset if they did something, like, dumb and comic booky to bring him back to make him, like, the, like, the redemption arc, essentially. I mean, and- he was, like, the best villain in the MCU. <laughs> exactly. He was. Like- and, like, they, they don't even have to keep him as the Black Panther. Like, give him the Black Panther mantle for uh, the multiverse saga. And then turn him into King Killmonger afterwards and make like a war for Wakanda movie or some shit like that, where then a new Black Panther gets named again, fighting Eric Killmonger. Like just continue. Like don't Marvel has these issues and most comic book movies have these issues of killing your villain in the first movie, except for Unless Loki. You're Loki. Who it was killed, his fifth one. <laughs> he, he died three times. Um, but it only but, stuck once. Yeah. Um, so, like, if they stop doing that, like, 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 Loki, sure, Loki's a great villain, but, like, they had, they could have done so much better with Whiplash if they had more time with him. They could have done so much better with, um, with, with, I'm trying to think who were the villains in the, oh, well, no, actually, uh, Vulture is still alive, so we could still get a Vulture, and we could still get uh, a Mysterio, the way they did Mysterio in this. Like, Spider-Man, somehow, they haven't, they managed to not kill all the villains. Well, I mean, Whereas Quentin the, Beck is dead. Yeah, Quentin Beck is dead, but Mysterio, how they did Mysterio in this, which I fucking love how they did Mysterio in this, is still alive. Yeah, I guess, I guess technically, like, he, he, somebody else could be Mysterio. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, like, Marvel just does have a bad, a bad habit of killing the mm-hmm. villains, and, like, nine times out of ten, like, the villains aren't good. But, like, Thanos should have been a better villain than he was, but, like, wasn't really given a chance to be, because they just kind of mm-hmm. seeded him in and, in and out of yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, okay. But, like, somehow, like, they managed to, like, Ryan Coogler managed to write a really compelling villain with Killmonger, and then cast the right person to pull it off. Like, that mm-hmm. scene, like, like where he comes to Wakanda for the first time, and he, like, walks in there cocky as shit, and says like, "Hey, Auntie," to um to Angela Bassett. It's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, no, he is. Yeah, he is way more interesting than all of your other characters. Yeah, yeah. Man, Black Panther one was a really good movie. It, it really it fucking is, was. It's, <laughs> it's 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 up there with with within my top tier of Marvel movies. Like my number one Marvel movie was uh, Winter Soldier. I fucking love that movie. I can watch it nonstop. But I would say number two would be Black Panther. Sure. Well, and I think like both of them, Winter Soldier and Black Panther, are the two least comic booky. Like yeah. Winter Soldier is more like a political spy thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, like it it has like over top superheroy stuff, but like it's also got a lot of just like political thriller stuff. And then yeah. Wakanda or Wakanda Black Panther is also kind of like this like it's it's got the superhero stuff, but it's also just got this. I don't even know what genre it would fall into. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of it. Also, Winter Soldier. Good villain. <laughs> yeah, Winter yeah. Soldier was a fantastic villain. Like, the story behind him, the tale behind him, and, like, even, like, Arnold Zola was a great fucking villain. Yeah. Like, they did very well with some of these villains, and Arnold Zola technically stayed alive being in the computer, and I wish, like, 
I, they could have done so much more with Ultron. Like, I wish they didn't kill him in the fucking second Avengers movie. Or, like, they, there needs to be a way for him to come back, because he's just... Like, I mean, he is just a computer. He is just a computer, but, like, he he could be so much better than what he was. And, and like, that's just, like, they... Each of these Avengers villains, well, with the exception of Avengers 1, like, uh, Ultron himself should have been built up more. Like, he should have been, like, a... a Something they fight through potentially multiple movies or deal with in multiple movies. Like, I don't think Ultron, I, I really think he should have been like, they should, they could have made Ultron a phase one, the full on phase one and wait infinity stones for a while. Cause like, everything now uses infinity stones in Marvel medium. Like, even fucking Guardians of the Galaxy game is dealing with infinity stones. Like, you, you find the mind stone in the first area that you're in. And if it's not the mind stone, I, then I don't know what the hell a bright yellow stone could be. And, like, even the, uh, the, what was the other one? The, the Marvel, what was the, the, the brawler that was on Switch? They did the Infinity Stones uh, as well. The Black Order. The, um, I can't remember the full title of it. Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Ultimate Alliance Black Order. They also did the Infinity Stones. Like, everything's using Infinity Stones, but, like, they should have, they really should have waited for a threat like that. I feel like Ultron should have been bigger. And could should still be a big villain. Yeah, like yeah, I don't disagree. But like that—that's the one thing. Like they're—they're they're very. They do a very good job of making you care about the heroes. They do mm-hmm. a terrible job about making you care about the villains. Yeah, to the point where like the villains end up just being these like one shot. Like you don't really care when they're gone because they don't do anything good to develop them. Mm-hmm. And then you have like those one shots like Killmonger, where it's like, oh no, that sucks. He was actually a really cool villain and actually had yeah. like a potential redemption arc there that like you just don't get to see because they killed him in the first movie yeah that or he was just so fucking badass and cool that like it would have been awesome for him to just like pop up and be like hey what's up black panther or whoever the like, fuck else like, like in comic books where like nobody ever dies and if they do die it's not really death they like like so they could have done what they did with loki in fucking thor 2 in Thor 2, they had Loki and they put him in the cage. And then Lo- uh, Thor would go and talk with him from time to time. And, like, I, obviously yeah. we didn't get a lot of this. But they could have turned Killmonger into that, like, consultation. Uh, somebody that 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 Black Panther Ch- T'Challa would go to and talk with. But, like, maybe that would be a little too similar to the themes. And also, but- let's, let's roll back here and maybe not tell um, anyone that they should do something like Thor 2. <laughs> it was, it was, that's, that's the thing though. They should have done that like Thor 2. Nothing else like Thor 2. That's, they that's also just the plot of Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I'd rather him have just been like, oh, we thought he died. We just left him there. Oh, turned out he didn't die. And he just randomly shows the fuck up, like, out of nowhere. Not like they knew where he was this whole time. It's just, oh shit, well, we're dealing yeah, like, with this, a, and now Killmonger you, too. You can't, you can't do that because of the way Killmonger was supposedly died. Right? No, I, in how it actually happened. No, you can't have done that. What I'm saying is they fucking shouldn't have wrote the things the way they wrote it to begin with. Like, and, they like, should have had that end differently, so that like, he could have just been around. And that mm-hmm. end could have simply been him, like, doing one of those, like, l- looking at the character as he just, like, f- like leans back and falls off the cliff into, like, water. And you're just, 
he was already mortally wounded, so you just assume that, like, yeah. that fall kills him, and they just leave it at that. And, you know, maybe they use it again, maybe they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but, if he's but, dead, like, cool, or whatever, he's dead, but... But but also, he had Super Soldier in him. He's not fucking dead. Did he? Yeah. Did he take the the flower stuff? Yeah, he did, and then he burned it. Right, I I remember him burning it. I didn't remember him actually, like, taking it the way T'Challa did. I'm 99% sure he took the Super Soldier stuff. That's how... Because T'Challa then took it. Uh, they, they somehow had some left, and they gave it to T'Challa, which brought him back to life. Um, and then that's how they were able to fight, um, uh, like, one-on-one and be at the same level as each other. Yeah, it's, I, I haven't watched that movie since before Infinity War, so it's been a while. I've seen, like, bits and pieces when it's on television, but never the whole thing. I've watched it at least, like, once or twice. It's a fantastic fucking movie. It is. It's very good. Um, but I think that might be it for this week, unless either of you have anything else. Uh, no, I'm good. I gotta pee. Yeah. Jeez. This fucking guy. Uh, next week we're gonna do our book club, where we are watching, um, everything, everywhere, all at once. So, that should be fun. Um, and then, other than that, if you would like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. It all helps a whole bunch. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline, or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo, and you can always send us emails to social at one quest com and uh rich what's your, what's your streams uh twitch.tv slash be underscore walnuts it's uh monday tuesday thursday and usually sunday from about seven to ten o'clock eastern time cool and with that uh we'll be back next week with something else to talk about thanks for listening bye bye See